Well, hello out there. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Audio Roast Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Isaacs, and I want to say welcome to the show. Uh, we've got a good one here for you today. So, uh, yeah, welcome aboard. Um, we're going to go ahead and do what we normally do, get to some business at the front end, you know, make a mullet out of this situation. So, um, yeah. You could uh, check out the live stream that's happening right now on both YouTube and Facebook. Uh, just search for the Audio Roast Podcast. Uh, follow us on our social medias on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and then, if you want audio-only episodes, if you're you know if you're not the kind of person to want to sit down in front of um, a uh, a TV or a phone for a couple hours and enjoy some good conversation, if you'd rather just put some earbuds in and listen to it that way, you can do so afterwards. Um, I'm going to try and start lo- uh, uploading those every Monday, so the day after the show. So that's going to up my uh, my stake in the game, sort of say. So um, you could check that out at Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. And then, of course, you can always send us an email if you've got any comments or questions or anything to the Podcast at gmail.com. We've got new news. You ready for it? We have now got a Patreon channel set up. Um, and it's, uh, it's actually coming together quite well and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I've got, um, several different videos and stuff up there right now, um, as bonus content. If you want more from the show, there's your place to get it. So, um, I've been doing some react videos and stuff where I'm watching videos that, uh, I haven't seen in a long time or some that I've many that I've never seen at all before. So I'm looking forward to that um, and, and continuing that. There's other things that are going to be coming down um, the pike on, um, on, the, on the Patreon channel. So yeah, if you're overall looking for more, uh, if you want more from the show, that's where you can find more. Um, and of course, you can also support us through uh, the Cash App and PayPal. Um, you could see on the screen uh, the Audio Roast podcast um, on Cash App and uh, the Audio Roast on PayPal. Just give it a search and uh, you'll find us. Uh, and then of course... All of our uh, playlists that we do at the end of each show are available on Spotify and iTunes. And that's just, um, you know, some of the music that we cover, uh, the songs and whatnot that you hear. Um, I put together a playlist. So if you want a good playlist for driving to work or, uh, you know, mowing the lawn, whatever you're doing, uh, it's, it's great. And it's, it's a great companion piece to the show. So that's uh, on Spotify and iTunes. So uh, to kind of recap last week, we had Aaron Powell, formerly of Wicked Shimmy, currently of... Um, what is the name of her new band? Uh, I just went blank. Um, image something. Yay, live. Um, and then, um, uh, Identity Crisis. There you go. Um, and then, um, PJ Houts, uh, was also here with us last week. And of course he was a uh, former manager of Stick It In Your Ear and a, a longtime local supporter of local music. So, um, we had uh, hip hop from the year 2000 that we discussed last week, and that was a lot of fun. That was the first time we ventured into the hip hop uh, genre on the show, so that was pretty entertaining. But next week, we are doing our third installment of Classic Album Clash. This time, we're going with some Van Halen. We're going to be having the OG, Mr. Greg Frazier, here with uh, the other OOG, Jeff Ward. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it should be some entertaining content because one is pro Sammy and one is pro Dave. So I'm going to try and keep the train on the tracks and keep it about the albums and not the uh, lead singers and all the hubbub that surrounds it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's happening next week. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll be honest, I've actually gone ahead and started working on that show, uh, you know, doing my homework, taking my notes, making my script. And, uh, yeah, 
So uh, it's there's some hard choices uh, when, as you know, we go track by track and compare track one to track one, track three to track three, etc. So when you do it that way, it's some of them are easy and some of them are really hard decisions. So I'm, I think it's going to be really good. Uh, we might we might you know end up throwing fists by the end of the episode next week. Who knows? So uh, yeah, stick around next week for that one. But this week, you know what you're in for. We're gone country. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at that mullet. How could you? How could I not use that in the promo picture for this week? I mean, <laughs> they say it's bigger in Texas, but I say it's better in Texas if you're if you're rocking a mullet like that. So that's right. We're doing country music from the year 1995, uh, and of course, we've got special guest Mr. Tyler Weeks and some guy that I pulled in off the streets named Kelly Bowman. So hopefully, we can figure something out about him. I don't know a whole lot about that guy. So yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, let's check out the comments here. Um, Josh Poole, good afternoon. Uh, identity crisis, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> Kim says, notes, color me shocked. Yes, I know. I, I've never been known for a note taker. I don't know. Uh, speaking of Kim, as you can see, I'm rocking my little I voted sticker. So, did my part. Next. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's uh, what we've got in store for this week. So, we're going to introduce our guests and stuff and get started. But before we do... Uh, speaking of Mr. Tyler Weeks, let's listen to that sultry voice. Uh, play a little ad or, you know, a little something, something. Hey, musicians. Do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with Next Level Production and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at sunsetproductionsspringfield at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. All right, so let's go ahead and get to our first guest for the day. Um, I'll go ahead and welcome at this time. You know him. Um, that's not the right one. There we go. Uh, you can currently see him playing at Main Street Music Hall. He's doing a... Uh, I'll, I'll actually not even tease that. I'll just let him discuss what he's doing because he's doing a whole lot. He's doing some country. He's doing, I believe, some rock, uh, some pop, just a little bit of everything. Um, so if... And it's not in Branson. This is up in Osage Beach. So, um, yeah, if you want to head north instead of south and see some good entertainment, better than Branson, uh, then check it out. Main Street Music Hall. So I'd like to take this time to welcome our first guest, Mr. Tyler Weeks. How's it going, Tyler? It's going, dude. How are you? Doing well. Doing real well. I uh, appreciate you making it here today. Yeah, man. I was. Uh, I cut it close, but I made it. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody's ever cut it that close. I so it. um, it's just it's it's dramatic entrance, you know. I'm fashionably yeah. late as always. No, but, I, I dig uh, it. But I made it. <laughs> I totally dig it. Uh, yeah. Um, 
again, I'm not going to ask how you did it. Whatever you, so the show was already started live, and he's like, "I'm at uh, West Bypass and Sunshine." And I'm like, "I'm on the other <laughs> side of town." So he pulled in right as uh, you know, as we started rolling the the beginning intro and stuff. And I was like, "I don't know how you did it," and I'm not even going to ask. So glad you made it here, and glad you made it here in one piece. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, people, Josh is talking about my note taking abilities. He called me Unibomber Jared. <laughs> Um, so they will be letting Greg, uh, Frazier and Jeff Ward out of the nursing home that day. Yeah. I've, uh, I had to sign a waiver. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's correct, Mark. <laughs> All right. So, um, we will go ahead and get to our second guest here. You know him from, let's hit the right button this time. Maybe. There we go. Um, yeah. You know him from the Dirty Saints. I know him from the Dirty Saints. Um, if you've known him for a long time, you might know him from other bands as well, and we're going to get into that a little bit today. So um, I would like to welcome at this time, Mr. Kelly Bowman. Kelly, how's it going, buddy? Doing well. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Doing fantastic. Thank you as well for being here today. Oh, not a problem. Looking forward to it. Same. So I've I've been at you for a couple of weeks, and I appreciate your patience. <laughs> and, and shut up, Jared. I'll be there when I'm there. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's just a matter of just get into time together and, and being able to do it and it yeah. worked out well this time so. yeah well i'm glad i'm glad i will say that and so that people know at home um we did the um acdc classic album clash where we took um highway to hell and put it against back and black um, oh, yeah. and went track by track and i'm like man i need kelly bowman here for that <laughs> so uh you were missed on that but uh we we had a great time and i'm actually really looking forward to uh doing this country show with you because i personally know that you are more than just a rocker and and even a metalhead people don't even know that about you yeah, uh, some I mean, people don't you know i i like good music and yeah. it, it really doesn't matter what it is i mean country you know obviously rock you know we're doing the 70s and 80s stuff with the dirty saints uh yeah. you know i i do like metal um i like classical I like rap, you know, I, I like it all. So that's awesome. As long as it's good. Yep. I, I think that's fantastic. I'm the same way. Like, um, I, I've just always been pretty open-minded about things. Of course, there's always going to be something that I just can't get behind, but, uh, I try to keep an open mind for the most part. So yeah, yeah definitely. So that's awesome. All right. So that is, uh, our little intros. I don't know why you look so red. <laughs> I look red. You look red. Um, hold tight. See if I can get my tech crew in here to help with that. All right, so we'll have our lighting department work on that. We'll see how good it's our just light my tan, man. Actually, it's, oh. my, it's my burn. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw you ripping the, uh, Ric Flair shirt, so I was kind of afraid you might have got some color. Well, only uh, wrestling fans would know that reference. That's right. Uh, yeah, and speaking of which, if you're a wrestling fan and you're watching this show, stay tuned because I've got some announcements coming up, uh, probably in the next week or so. So, was it Ric Flair or that Nick Flair that I sent you that one day? Uh, that was, I, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> Kelly Bowman, I'm not even going there. That was awesome. That, that was pretty awesome. So it was Nick Cage, um, face imposed as uh, Ric Flair. So it was Nick Flair, and it was awful. It was every Nick, bit as awful and scary as it sounds. Nicholas Cage, uh, yeah. the, the actor. Yeah. Tyler is a Trump supporter. What? I don't know. Are you? Who knows? I don't know. I don't care. Where did you? Did yeah, I say something? I don't know. Josh, where did that come from? 
Yeah, it's kind of brightening you up. At least on my computer, it looks like it is. Well, on my monitor, I look green all the way you, around. You so. do. Your monitor, the uh, the red went out last week. Oh, okay. So, yeah, everything looks blue. Da-ba-dee, so, uh, donate to the Audio Roast uh, Patreon so we can get some decent equipment. I'm telling you. Running this show like a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't. It ain't. All right, so here we go. We're going to kick this thing off. Um, hopefully, if I can get everything else lined out. There we go. It's coming together nicely. It's almost like I was uh, not ready for a show, which is not like me. <laughs> okay, so now then, we've got it. We're good. We're good! Okay, so we're going to go ahead, and you guys know I'm not... Uh, a big fan of kicking it off with interviews because I like to kind of break the ice and get everybody comfortable and cozied in. So, yeah, <laughs> Josh Poole says tonight's theme, Songs of the Oompa Loompa. That's right. What do you get when you guzzle down, sweet? Nobody know the rest? Um, Eating as much as an elephant, elephant eats. eats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, You're welcome. Yeah. So I, I that's a song and I get like all the verses and stuff, <laughs> all the lines mixed up, so I never know which one's where. But yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good reference. Okay, let's play a game, shall we? Uh, Kelly's been dying to play a game. He he got here early in anticipation for playing some games. You're killing me here. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna play a fun one. This is a this is an old school game that we played from uh, the get go of the show. This is called first line of the song. Oh, this is gonna go bad. Oh, you think so? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like I came here for this. I'm sitting there going, I gotta click it off on this. I gotta sit there. I mean, you're a drummer. Like song lyrics aren't aren't important to you, they right? They are not my my forte. I would have to say. I, I call bull on that because I know that you sing as well. I do. Just saying, We're I know both. that. But but it's different, you know, on the songs that I'm actually going to be singing on. That's one thing. You know, now probably True. a back backup lyric, you know, something like that, background, you know, anything like that. Yeah, you, you could just hum a melody and say whatever. Garbage lyrics you want. Oh, yeah. Slow it out there. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, obviously, um, we're playing first line of the song. It's not too complicated, but just in case you need some help, here's the uh, rules. So, you can choose uh, from one of these lifelines. Oh, God. Um, so, you can either have the second line spoken to you, you can have the melody of the first line sang to you, <coughs> sang by me. <laughs> Uh, the artist initials, or we can have you view live comments for some help. Right. So um, mm. that's how we go and play first line of the song. And today we're going to let, uh, you know, since he was running a little bit late and kind of feeling the pressure, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the pressure to him, and we'll let Tyler go first on this uh, first game here. So, Tyler, I will let you uh, answer this if you're able to, okay. and uh, let, me know, right. let me know. Good luck. Okay. It started way back in third grade. I used to sit beside Emmy Lou Hayes. You want the song name? I want the song name and the artist. Uh, that is Check Yes or No, George Strait. Woo! Man. Oh, no. Where's my sound effects? Oh, God. One more thing I wasn't ready for. I'm hitting the button. I'm hitting the button. I swear I am. Oh. <laughs> and I actually need Donate that. to Patreon. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh... <laughs> Man, there we go. The answer is Check Yes or No by George Strait. Tyler, you're killing it, my friend. Well, you know, that was we're one for one for one. Okay. So yeah, true. I won't I won't put too much pressure on you, I guess. Yeah. We'll call it beginner's luck. 
Okay, so that's uh, two points for Tyler since he got the artist and the uh, the name of the song. So, uh, Kelly, no pressure. No, none at all. <laughs> they read you Cinderella. You hoped it would come true. Can we go back to the first one? Because I actually knew that one. Did you? Yeah. Okay. If, um, so you're saying right now you're checking maybe. Um, <laughs> if he doesn't answer, do I get a chance to answer you this? You do. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to defer because I really don't know. Really? You don't want to try and use a lifeline or anything? Uh, let's... Um... What would be the artist's initials? Uh, that would be, uh, oh, Snikes. Uh, the artist's initials are J-M-M. J-M-M? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um... Don't forget, you guys watching along, feel free to comment with the answers if you know them. Be a part of the game. I want to say the first name's John. That's a good guess. I can't think of his last two. He's got several hits. He does. He did. John Michael Montgomery. Hey! There we go. <laughs> nice job. I had to roll through that one a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that Rolodex was working overtime. <laughs> All right. So we are tied two for two. Woo. So Kelly has taken off the uh, initials off the uh, lifeline. I don't have a graphic for that. Sorry. So, Tyler. When I woke up this morning, wiped the sleep from my eyes. Ooh. Those lyrics are not familiar. No? So now, can I... Do I have my own set of lifelines, or did yes. he? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I almost feel like I, I want you to sing it to me just because I, I want to hear you do it. Oh, boy. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. When I woke up this morning, wiped the sleep from my eyes. Oh, that sounds familiar. Velvety Tones brought to you by Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to burn all my left lens for one question. Um, oh, Josh, good guess. Josh guessed I Swear by John Michael Montgomery. Nope. No, that's not it. I know that's not it. Um, I honestly don't know, and I should know, but I don't know. So this is a big artist, and this is one of, I believe, one of his first hits. Okay. Um, and it was popular, but it was not as popular as he would become. So... Um, like if you were doing a tribute to this artist, you would include it in your set, but it wouldn't be what you finish and show okay, with. Okay. So do you want to try another lifeline? Do you want to burn up another lifeline or do you want to see if Kelly knows it? No, I'll defer. Okay. I'll defer to Kelly. All right. Kelly. <sighs> that way he can burn another lifeline. <laughs> I don't think I want to burn another lifeline on this because I, re I really don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. All right, so um, there we go. Looks like nobody gets a points, except for we're going to give some points to Tara and to Jeff. Travis Tritt, tell me um, mm. tell me, I'm Not Dreaming by Travis Tritt. Jeff Ward, that's correct. Jeff, you're not dreaming. <laughs> uh, wasn't that the title of the last song? 
Uh, no. No. Incorrect. The title of the last song was I Can Love You Like That. Yeah. yeah. John Michael Montgomery. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, he had said I swear. Um, so, yeah, no. Um, I Could Love You Like That. I'm sorry, Josh. I probably didn't make that clear enough. Um, so that was uh, Tyler with no points. Kelly with no <laughs> points. So, Kelly, let's give you another shot here. Let me get this comment out of the way. There's your answer. Creole Williams lived down a dirt road, made homemade wine like nobody I know. That's so easy. And it's so hard for me to not try and sing and say that in a melody. Correct, Tara. Give him the what for. That what I was dreaming. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth, Bowman. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have some tension in the comments here between uh, bandmates. Oh, I think so. I think so. This day's coming next week. Yep. Um... <laughs> God, I think we used to play this song. Um, I had to change the screens uh, for us in the house so that he wouldn't see the comments because you guys in the comments have the right answer, by the way. Dust in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Good job. That's it. Good job. Good job. Uh, do you know who sings it? Um, not Diamond, is it? Uh, nope. Um, so far, nobody, nobody in the comments has gotten the artist. They've all guessed the title, though. Yeah, I can't remember who did. Josh Poole, that's all right, buddy. Josh says, I suck at country. Won't be much help, so only wrong answers for me. Perfect. <laughs> um, Josh, so every answer from here on out either has to be Nashville or something about a dog in a truck. Just saying. Um, wow, Kim Garmory got it. I didn't know Kim was a fan of country music. Uh, so the uh, correct answer... I'm going to know what the Oops. second it said. Okay. Um, wow, I hit the wrong button somehow. I don't know. There we Another go. Another one of those three okay. initial artists. So it's David... Uh, David Lee Murphy. David Lee Murphy. There you go. That's right. Good job, everybody. Johnny uh, Carson the Magnificent with the right answer, as always. A little country church on a two-lane road. A bride and groom coming out the door. I'm telling you, it's hard for me not to sing this. Mm. I should have hired Josh Poole to read this since he doesn't know country. He wouldn't have known the melodies. <laughs> Let me tell you, Josh, that's how you get paid the big bucks. You All right, so what's <laughs> is one of my life ones the second line, right? Yes, that is correct. Let's do, let's try that. Okay. So, uh, a little country church on a two lane road, a bride and a groom coming out the door, white lace dress and a red bouquet, just married written on a blue Chevrolet. That didn't help me. No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Um,. Nothing. I don't want to burn another lifeline though. It's it's hard not to burn too. I feel like uh, it's all right. 
I came out of the gate strong in that first one. That's all right. And then uh, this, uh, as a spoiler alert, this is your last one. So if you need to burn one, go for it. Okay. Well then, um, let's see. Do uh. So the last one you've got left, I think, is in the comments. And I have artist initials. I haven't used that one yet. Oh, that's correct. Yes. So yeah, give me the artist initials. Okay. The artist initials are um, K C. Kenny Chesney. That's a correct answer. Uh, do you know the name of the song? Uh, no, I guess if it's my last one, I might as well burn. What's the? I'm gonna burn the comments, I guess. All right. So the first comment I've got is uh, "White Wedding" by Billy Idol. That's definitely not it. <laughs> Thank you, Josh Poole. <laughs> Josh is keeping true to his word. Kenny Chesney falling low. Hmm. Do you think that's right, or do you think that's wrong? Hmm. Who was that that said that? Kim. Kim Garmory. I'm going to trust you, Kim. All right. Uh, that is my final answer. All right. Here we go. Let's see here. <laughs> hey, there you go. Kim came through. That's right. Cindy Lucas, how's it going? Uh, Cindy, I like your hair, by the way. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Your gift bag is in the mail. There you go. All right. It was that easy. So, uh, by the way, um, I believe I believe that might have been a tie. I'll take a tie. Yeah, I'll take a bow tie. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, we're <laughs> we're we're both drummers, we're both singers, and we tied. So, I mean, Kim says you are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into some nitty nitty gritty, but not the dirt band, if you will. Um, Tyler Weeks. So, you know, as as I kind of did in the uh, in the quick little intro, um, you're currently playing down at. I, I keep saying down. You're playing up at um, the. Um, I already forgot the name. Music Hall. Main Street Music Main Hall. Street. Main Street. Main Street Music Hall. Yes. yes. Um, so, like, if somebody wanted to go and check you out, what nights or what times do you play? So, show times are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at eight p.m. Very cool. So. Um, you can get tickets at lakemusichall.com or you can buy tickets at the door. Oh, those don't look like drums. <laughs> that, that looks like guitars there. Yeah, so... Uh, so you're kind of a multi... I do a little bit of... Yeah, I do a little bit of everything. I play drums for two songs. Um, Is that right? Is that what you said? They can get tickets? Lake yeah, lakemusichall.com. There you That's go. it, yep. Check it out for tickets. And you can get tickets at the door as well. I believe they're $24. Very cool. For tickets. Um, yeah, so tell me tell me about the show. Like, how long of a show is it? So it's... Uh, what all do you guys do? I mean, it's two hours. So we used to do two shows. They would have a country show, like, three nights a week. And then they would do... Um, they call it Reeling in the Years, which is, like, hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. More of a rock show the other two nights. But since COVID happened, they cut back to four nights a week. And uh, since we got such a late start on the show, they just combine the two shows into one. So gotcha. the first half of the show is country, and then the second half we do uh, impersonations, sixties, seventies, and eighties hits. So uh, oh okay, um, yeah. Second half of the show, uh, I dress up uh, in full Stevie Wonder get up, and then I I transition and do a Prince bit, 
uh, in full costume, and uh, we got Michael Jackson and Reba McIntyre. Um, wow! Yeah, we got uh, the Temptations. I mean, there's there's a bunch. And you you do so. Reba and the Temptations? No, I, oh, I, I, I oh, didn't. I oh, do. Uh, I sing the Temptations. I do not do Reba. No, no, I do not. <laughs> do, do you that. do Stevie? I do. Yeah. So do you get walked out on stage? Um, no. I, yeah, I how, think how's your lot. how's your head bob game? You know, I got the I got you. You got a, it's a constant smile. You, <laughs> That's true. You know, yeah. Yep, you true. always got a smile, but uh, it's a good time. You know, crowds are um, crowds are a little low right now. It seats eight hundred and seventy-two people. Wow, it's a big theater. Yeah, that's but, a big uh, theater. Wow. You know, right now everybody's just so scared to get out and go do anything. Sure. You know, so. Uh, but then that will run till, let's see, uh, about the middle of October, and then we cut back to just Fridays and Saturdays because uh, we're rehearsing for a Christmas show during that time. And then Thanksgiving weekend, the Christmas show opens, and that'll run through December 20th. Oh, wow. So Never never uh, any downtime, it doesn't seem like. No, no. The, so the only downtime is January through like the end of March, which is our off season. So, But Christmas time's a good time. Uh, like Santa Claus comes, and like we invite the kids on stage to sing. And, oh, that's awesome. And all that good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Very cool. Yeah, so I found uh, on... You know, in my research department, excuse me, it wasn't me. <clears throat> I have a whole department. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so how did you uh, come to get the uh, position there at Main Street Music Hall? So I won the 2020 Country Idol Karaoke Contest at Friends back in February. Uh, and there were some um, people there that were involved with the show. And then there's a friend of mine who sang on the show who posted auditions on her Facebook. And so I reached out to her about it and asked her, and she said, yeah, come on down and do it. So they initially wanted me to bring a background track and sing two songs. Gotcha. They wanted a fast song and a slow song. And I said, well, I mean, can I just bring a guitar? You know, I mean. Right. Instead of playing with tracks. I yeah. mean, I can play myself. And so um, she said, you can do that. And I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so I brought a guitar and went down and uh, they were basically telling everybody that had sang, you know, they were going to do callbacks and they were going to, you know select a few finalists and then they're going to do callbacks well i sang and then as i was getting ready to leave uh the owners of the theater stopped me in the lobby and basically offered me the job on the spot so wow cool yeah it was uh it was cool we were supposed to open may 1st but we didn't open till june 26th so typically we have like three months to rehearse a show and uh, we had about three weeks to prepare the show to get it together so we were on crunch time from day one so yeah that's Talk about boogie. Yeah, and we've had—I mean, we've had crazy stuff happen. When one of our cast members actually tested positive for COVID, so we had to have a replacement come in for two weeks. And oh wow, yeah. So I mean, it's been a—it's been crazy. So yeah, that's that's a cool gig to have, but uh, definitely kind of hard times to get started in on. I would imagine. Yeah, Yeah. it is. It is for sure. Uh, But I mean, tis the circle of life. So yep, that's true. That is the way it goes. Um, So speaking of circle of life. if anybody, so I'm, I over just the past couple of months have started to get to know Tyler, and I think Tyler's a fantastic guy. Um, so I don't know a lot about him. Um, it's you, I know that he likes country music and that kind of stuff, so it's easy to make some fun assumptions. But uh, one of the first things I learned about you as you're putting the show together is your Prince impersonation. Yeah. Um, and so I just have to, you know, kind of let people in on this. I want to throw uh, some of this up so people can kind of get an idea of what's what's going on there. Um, so of course, there's the purple one himself, Prince, uh, rocking that infamous guitar, and uh, we've got some Tyler Weeks um, over here doing the same thing. That Boom. is me. 
I mean, it's like it's like there's a mirror effect on the screen. It's <laughs> that's yeah. fantastic. So you um you and I kind of talked about this um previously. Like everybody, um I've kind of let know uh, that you, Tyler, are the person that comes in and does our commercials here on the Audio Roast podcast. Um, which, by the way, people have even commented on how good those sound. So, well, especially the new ones. Good help is hard to find. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. That's why he results to to me. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, talk about this outfit because this this uh, Prince costume you have um, has kind of altered. Um, it, it started out as one thing and ended up as another. So you had you were telling me like it was what a piece of a Joker costume or something. So I have. I have a Joker costume that I bought uh, years ago, like when the Dark Knight first came out. Uh huh. And uh, I spent like three hundred bucks. I'm a huge Halloween fan. Like I just love dressing up for Halloween and and doing all things related. So I bought this costume, and it was like very very movie authentic. Like it had the gloves and the, the the jacket, the vest, the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, I actually took that in when they talked about doing prints, and it didn't really kind of fit the look they wanted. They let me use the shoes, though, so I actually have a pair. You can't see it in that picture, but I actually have a pair of um, purple velvet Steve Maddens. No kidding. Yeah, slip-on shoes. So I use that, and then the owners of the theater actually pay for all the costumes. So they there actually found that. That's awesome. I, I don't know where they found it, but they found uh, they found the wig, and they found the, the, the rumple uh, or the ruffled shirt and the jacket, <laughs> the whole thing. So, yeah, they actually found that. They did a great job. Josh Poole says Prince wasn't as orange as Tyler. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> he was definitely. Uh, <laughs> he was definitely. Uh, he definitely. I'm not the right color as Prince all the way no, around. So. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't as pale as Tyler in in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I I actually I I maybe I don't know. I like to razz you about that because I think it's awesome that you go that far in. And the reason I razz you is because I also whenever I do impersonations yeah. and stuff go all in and I, I i respect and appreciate that other people do so i i give you a hard time out of out of actual respect because a lot of people will try to put a tribute together or try to do something and just kind of half-ass it so i think it's cool that you dive head first and wig first and purple first into it so well you know awesome. i mean go big or go home you know that's right that's right so uh i've got a little clip here of you playing a show there at the oh, theater okay so uh we'll kind of give people a preview of uh what you guys are offering down there now how many people um are doing the show with you you've got you've got there's like a backing band and there's other people that come up and sing and stuff like so there's uh i'm trying to think so there's four in the bands we have drums bass lead guitar and piano and then uh there's five of us singers oh wow up, up front so there's uh three three ladies and then uh myself and larry melville who does most of our mc work very cool. So, uh, yeah, so there's five of us up front. And then our bass player, Sandy Gum, also she sings some. Uh, she does a uh, Trisha Yearwood uh, impression. Yeah. And uh, she does Ann Murray. So, oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So she does sing from back there. But then uh, our lead guitar player, Mark McFeeders, is fantastic. He's played everywhere and like can play anything. How, so, so a lot of these other people that you're playing with, have they been there at that theater for quite some time? Um, or they a lot of new people as well. Mark, our guitar player, has been there twenty seasons. Um, wow. Dan Schistler, who's our piano player and band leader, he's been there like since the inception, which I think was eighty three. Jeez. I think it it may be it may be sooner than that, but uh, he's been there since the beginning. And then uh, Steve Ritchie, who's our drummer, is from St. Louis. This is his second year. He played in all the big shows in Branson and played all over St. Louis. And then Sandy's been. I mean, she's been there since the beginning too. So, um, I'm the newest member, my first season. And uh, Presley, who actually 
was the one that posted the audition. This is her second season, so oh, okay. she was new last year and then told me about it. That's so awesome. I'm the new guy. Everyone else has been there, uh, with the exception of Presley, you know, two years and then you go up to I think nine seasons. So we're the two we're the two newbies on the show. Jeff Ward asks, Is there a toothless comedian? <laughs> there is not. Are you looking for a job, Jeff? Uh- <laughs> Yes, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, uh, now hiring, Jeff. Uh, yeah, so let's check out some of this footage that you've got uh, from you playing there at the show. Okay. gonna stop that because i think we're doing the old double sound thing that we were doing the last couple weeks and i freaking hate that um so i'm gonna see if i can somehow try and get it fixed uh donate to patreon (laughs) (laughs) yep time to get tyler in here you just keep setting them up and i'll keep knocking them out there you go that's what i'm talking about my friend okay let's hope this works not that not that this like your jacket that is mine actually is it that is stage looks huge. Yeah, it's pretty big. I'm sure you're excited that... uh, my mom shot that video. Uh, she shot that non-vertically. She did. I give her bonus points for that. I told her when she was shooting that, I said, you know, one day this might be on Jared Isaac's podcast, and if it's <laughs> vertically, he's going to lose his shit. That's right. I've, I've developed a reputation, apparently. Um, you, yeah. and, you, and, uh, you and Dan and Tara... Well, yes, and I will be honest, Dan and Tara have, have disliked that for a long time. I didn't give a shit until I started doing the show, and as you can see, all my videos are vertical. No, uh, horizontal. Uh, landscape. There you go. There's the word I'm looking for. Um, so, yeah, it's it looks really bad whenever I have to zoom in really hard on something that's shot you know, like this and it's zoomed out. Uh, it gets really grainy and just gross. So, yeah. Um, no, so your mom shot that. 
She did, yeah. So does she come and see a lot of your shows and whatnot? Yeah, they've been, I don't know, four or five times now. I said, Mom, it's the same show every time. That's not going to change, but uh, I think she just not likes until Christmas. Anyway. I think she just likes the idea. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So, I think that's great that your parents support you like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and and again to recap, you said you got this from from singing karaoke from one in a karaoke. Contest. Yeah, so that song right there actually, Firecracker was what uh, won me the competition. So really? they kind of wanted to feature that in the show. Yeah. And was this uh, last year at the at Friends? Is that right? It was February this year. Oh, okay. It, wow. It was, yeah. Wow. So this all came together super quick. For yeah, you, it man. was. It happened fast. Um, it's. Unfortunately, right now, though, I guess they're, you know, the owners of the theater, they, they got the, the PPE money from the government. Right. So typically, if they don't have at least like 40 tickets, like for a night, they'll cancel the show. But they'd been running lower crowds because they were getting the government money. Right. Well, now that that's ran out, um, you know, I don't know. They're talking like they may put us on a hiatus for a little bit to kind of see. If, wrote, to kind of balance yeah, it out. Yeah, so, you know, I don't know. But uh, it's a good thing I just got a backup gig. I landed a... Uh, I'm the new uh, DJ at Friends Karaoke, actually. Also, I just got oh, the that's right. new DJ yeah, yeah. gig there. So I saw I saw you post a video or two, yeah. um, trying to get some people invited out and stuff. So. Yeah, so I I picked that up just you know because I don't know what's going to happen with the show. Everything's kind of up in the air, and you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So right, yeah. So yeah, no, that's awesome. And I, I yeah. obviously you have kind of a passion for for karaoke and stuff. You enjoy doing it, so. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say. I mean, karaoke is what it is. You know, do you actually know the definition of karaoke? Um, do you know what the word means? I don't. Is it a is it an actual Japanese word? It because I know it's I know that karaoke is big in Japan. The definition of karaoke is tone deaf. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know like what language it or uh, originates from? That I don't know, but I know that like if you look it up in the dictionary. Uh, so you're saying you didn't come prepared? You didn't do your research? I didn't. Ah, that makes two of us. <laughs> Three of us. Okay, there you go. Yes, yes. Uh, well. Hey man, that's I think that's really cool. I think it's an awesome gig to land. Like I said, you know, and before you got here, uh, Kelly and I were talking about um, shows and stuff in general for all bands during mm-hmm. during this um, pandemic crap. Um, it's really hard, you know. And thankfully, like you know, with the Saints and the Dirty Saints, it's um, we've had you know several years, five plus six plus seven, whatever years of putting work into it to establish a crowd. But for you to be in a totally new gig in the middle of all of this, that's gotta be a kind of a hard pill to swallow. It's, uh, you know, I mean, I don't want to say it's deflating, but it, it, well, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, I spent, you know, I mean, I've been singing since I was three. And so, I mean, it's all I've ever done, you know? And I mean, I played in several different bands and I mean, I've done the bar scene and, you know, I mean, and then I played some bigger stuff too. And I played with, uh, uh, McKenna and Brock for there, a long time. You know, okay. we, we opened for Cheryl Crow and uncle cracker and, and you know, I mean, I did some big stuff. Mm-hmm. We actually did a, a th- speaking of country, we actually did a three day, a weekend tour with uh, Keith Anderson, the guy that sings "Picking Wildflowers." Oh, okay. Uh, we toured with him for you know for three days, and so I've gotten to do a lot of cool things, but I never made a living at it. You know, right. I mean, as anybody knows that plays in a local band, I mean, yeah, most people have to have a day job. You know, absolutely. Um, and so now not having to have a day job and doing that. You know, I was so grateful, and then right because there's it, freedom that comes along with that. Right, it's it happens nice in the middle of you know a global pandemic, and so now it's like I've got to still find a backup job, you know, just to kind of supplement things. So it's yeah. it's tough, and I mean it it can be deflating, but um, well, stick with it, man, because I think yeah. you sound fantastic. Like, well, I appreciate it. Seems that. like a good Definitely. fit for you. Like I I really envision this going well for you long term. 
Well, know? it's cool that you uh, got me here with Kelly too, because uh, you know we did the uh, uh, benefit for our buddy Brian Wade last yeah. last. Uh, that was actually my first August. actual introduction to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, uh, and Dirty Saints played it, and uh, and then you know we lost Brian uh, in April. So yeah, but yeah, man, I just uh, just I think Springfield is. You know, and that's something too down at the lake is big too, just the support for local music. Yep. Um, especially right now, and I know musicians across the board are, are just wanting to get out there and play gigs again. Absolutely. So yeah, no, it's it's good to be there for one another for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um and as we were talking earlier too, you know, I mean, everything changes daily, so it's hard yeah. to, you know, you can't just get going again because by the time you really start to get rolling again, something else will change. Sure. It'll shut down. It's just it's been real tough. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. It's very true. Um, so, uh, Tyler too, you said that you played in other bands and whatnot, what are mm-hmm. like around Springfield or we're at so, what bands? Yeah, I played, uh, oh gosh, I mean, I played with McKinnon Brock. I was their first drummer. They started like in 09 and we played, um, we probably played around this area. Um, I played in, uh, Nashville. I played at Tootsie's in Nashville. I played there a couple of times. Um, I played all over Texas, um, even ventured into, um, I mean, obviously all the surrounding states, but uh, the coolest thing I probably ever did, though, uh, wasn't a show that I played. I got to play drums for a friend of mine who's no longer with us, but he was like the biggest Elvis fan that I had ever met. Oh, yeah. And uh, like was into old cars. And I actually talked to um, Dan and Tara when I was on their podcast a little bit about this, Mm -hmm. but uh, he was in old cars and like wrote songs. And so he wasn't a great singer, but he was he just had a passion to do it. And so. My junior year in high school, uh, we loaded up in the back of a cherry red 57 Chevy Nomad and drove to Memphis. Oh, wow. And I actually recorded, I played drums on his album at Sun Studio, where Elvis recorded his first track. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, man. And uh, so that was probably the coolest experience that I've gotten to do, just from the nostalgia of doing that. Because like you're in the room, and there's Elvis, and then over in the corner, there's a guitar that was signed by Marty Stewart. Wow. And you can pick it up and play it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there's a wow. Um, there's because of course Marty Stewart was a big Elvis fan as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a um, I mean BB King paraphernalia. Like there's everything that's synonymous with with rock and blues and country in Memphis. And um, and we actually got to record. I sang background vocals holding the very microphone that Elvis sang in. So wow, man, yeah, that's that's really cool. To, what a very cool notch yeah. in the belt. Yeah, that was uh, so that's probably my most defining moment. And I said I was a junior in high school, so that was a lot to. And lot, that's young to, yeah. to do all that. Yeah, and I probably didn't appreciate it as much then because I, I mean, I was young and you know didn't really. Sure, but the fact that you realize now that you maybe didn't, ex- you know, yeah. uh, you kind of maybe took it for granted a little bit is probably opened your eyes from here on out to be like, hey you know, wide open, live in the now and uh, appreciate everything that comes your way. Yeah, you and, and there's there's a so shirt. It's not, it's not lost on you. There's a shirt that I actually wear uh, at the music hall if you come to the show that uh, when we were leaving, uh, he, he took us to, to Graceland, you know, paid for us to go and I'd never been there. And then in the lobby of Graceland was this shirt and it was like laced with 24 karat gold all the way through it. Oh, wow. Um, and it was like, three hundred and seventy five dollars or something and i just talked about how much i wanted it and uh you know obviously my dad was like well you know you don't want it that much and so and you're like oh yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) we left and a week later um i got a fedex package in the mail 
and it was that shirt and the guy that we had played that had played on the album for uh had had purchased it for me no way and sent it to me yeah wow yeah and said and he's no longer here now so i mean those are just you know memories i can hold on to man and music uh music is the one thing that's given me so many good memories of things you know i said it speaks to everybody and you can take people up you take people down you can spank them on the ass you tell them to go sit in the corner like you can do anything that you want to do yep you know and that's addicting yes it is and you don't know it unless you've done it yep no that's very valid very valid point that's very cool um I, I'm, I'm glad to have learned a lot more about you um, and kind of your background. I didn't realize that you started so young and had so many awesome experiences that quickly. So. Yeah, let, let, last thing I'll say, uh, when I was six, um, so we're talking about country, uh, I brought, I opened for the legendary Eddie Rabbit when I was six years wow. old. Wow, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, nice. we lived in Lamar, Missouri. My dad was president of the fair board, mm-hmm. and they brought him in for a concert. And uh, so I sang Great Balls of Fire at six and brought Eddie Rabbit on stage. Man, yeah. what a treat. Yeah. I, and I'm a huge Eddie Rabbit fan. Yeah. And like, there's a picture of me and him with him with my little bitty cowboy hat on his head. And and uh, I remember he was just like a stand-up guy. That's stand-up awesome. Stand-up guy, yeah. So that was my, uh, that was what really got the got the juices flowing for me in music. Yeah. You know, 6,000 people at six years old. and you're uh, like, Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's pretty addictive from there on out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um. Well, Kelly, let's get you in on this. Um, let's right. let's play another game, and then we'll let you get some. Uh, we'll we'll learn some more about you after that. Okay. Now, um, in this game, Kelly, I know that you're uh, a metal, uh, heavy metal fan, correct? Yes. Okay, uh, Tyler, are you a metal fan at all, or kind of, sort of, not really? I mean, more of a rock guy, more I'm of a more, country and rock more guy. More of a rock, yeah. I'm okay. not. I'm not big into the into the screamo same stuff, you know same the only reason i ask because um you know in the 80s and stuff everybody used to say it was devil music if you played yeah. your records backwards and uh as a matter of fact that's what we're gonna do so it's nothing to do um nothing to do with um heavy metal music of course it's country from the year 1995 but we're putting a uh, spin on it if you will we're gonna play some of this stuff backwards speaking of that did you know I've seen Frozen so many times. Did you know, because I have kids, did you know that if you play that in reverse, it's a scene-for-scene remake of The Exorcist? Is it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. I can see that. I can see. It's all coming together. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, too. Um, okay, we've got uh, our Unabomber note-taker, uh, Josh Poole. <laughs> Fact check. Karaoke, as defined by Webster's, means empty orchestra. So uh, take that, Tyler Weeks. Get your shit together. Um, and as a, a th- as a throwback to um, the uh, country from 1980 episode, um, Charles House says it's pronounced Trashville. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> um, and then uh, Brian Betancourt says lots of great talent in and around Springfield. And Fact. Brian, that is very, very true. Fact. Very true. Um, and not only that, but I appreciate exactly like what Tyler was saying, how um, people in the music community support one another. It's real easy. And it used to be like that in Springfield. And I feel like Really and truly, it's it. We're making waves in that. Um, you know, in the in the last decade or so, it didn't used to be that way. It used to be cutthroat and uh, do everything you can to to hold everybody down as you try to claw your way up on the ladder. And uh, yeah, I think totally, at some some I mean, point we just realized, hey, this this shit ain't working, and it's tiring us out to to try and compete like this. So yeah, so, totally, yeah. totally. If you were in a band, I mean, that was just like your gang. Yes. You know, everybody else was the enemy, and, and if it just it was cutthroat, and you were doing it wrong if you were if you didn't have that philosophy and mindset. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, but I, I I will say I'm glad that that's turned around because it's it's a lot better and more positive feeling, and it just makes you feel better about what you're doing 
um, by helping each other out and supporting each other than it does to tear each other down. Which is, you know, kind of the whole concept of the show is to kind of unite people and bring people together from different circles that maybe their paths haven't crossed or maybe uh, they don't know each other at all. So, um, Terry Jones, is Tyler really that red or is there a red light on him? Uh, nope, he is really that red. <laughs> He's the widow and bailist. Um, okay, so we are going to play some uh, Guess the Song in Reverse. And it's as simple as it sounds. <laughs> um, I will say that... Um, some people have a knack for this, and some people don't, but almost every time that we've played this, the first person to go usually doesn't get it because it's kind of hard to wrap your head around it, but once you do, you're off to the races. So that being said, it looks like, uh, Kelly, you're going to start us off on this one since Tyler started us off on the last one. All right. So, no pressure. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So this is going to be about 30 seconds of music. It's going to be backwards and see if you can give me the uh, title and the artist. Sounds like Tim McGraw. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. All right. Let's see if that is correct. The answer is Tim McGraw. I like it. I love it. Man. (laughs) Good job. Yes, good job. And I, I, I forgot to say this, but for the whole show um, and all these games, these are all going to be uh, answers based on country music from the year 1995. So fantastic job, Kelly. Which I believe was the number one hit for 1995 for that entire year. Oh, somebody has done a little research. A little wow. Just a little. Oh, well. I appreciate that, sir. Um, yes, that is correct. So Kelly has got two points for uh, an artist and a title. Uh, Tyler, you're next on the hot seat. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, just so Josh Bullitt knows I'm not completely full of shit. K Rookie right here too says a, <laughs> I love it. Says not gonna let this go. A Japanese a Japanese word meaning tone deaf. It also means And what that, is your source, sir? Um LiveJournal.com. I don't know. It's the first thing I typed up when I put in Kiroki means tone deaf, it's popped up. But I know it's empty orchestra too. There you go. Is that better? Uh, we'll just have maybe. To, I don't know. But it, I, I just looked up and saw it was like leaning right down on me. Um, I like how when you look for a definition, you give it the answer and 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 the question and search for that, and you're like, "Yep, see, it says right here." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I got that one wrong. Maybe that was a joke someone told me. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. And so here you've heard it here first. The the joke of this whole time has been on Tyler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Charles says, "Good guess. That's correct. All right, so that was a good guess. Here we go, Tyler. Don't let don't let us down, my friend. Uh. (laughs) 
I have no fucking clue, man. <laughs> Josh Poole says, Billy Idol, white wedding. That's going to be his go-to answer, <laughs> yeah. I think. I'm telling you, you'd, you'd get more answers man. right if he said something about a dog and a truck and a divorce. Um, okay, so... Um, it was clearly a male singing. It was. And in fact, it was not just any male. As a kid growing up, that was my guy. That was my favorite country music artist as a kid. So um, if you know me, you might know the answer uh, now. Billy Ray Cyrus, Achy Breaky Heart. Wrong! How dare you? I'm not that young, unfortunately. <laughs> Kelly, do you happen to know what that was? If you do, you get the points. I don't. Do you... <clears throat> Did you recognize even an artist by chance? No. Okay. Well, um, anybody besides Josh in, in the comments have an answer? Uh, Tara, Jeff, where, where'd you go? We need some right answers up here. Up in here. Uh, Charles also says, tone deaf is the joke. Answer, empty room orchestra is the lit, legit uh, answer. So Boring good. is the honest answer. All right. Yeah. So we also, Okay, so we were both right. That's fine. There you That's go. Fair. Uh, Vince Gill? Nope. Definitely not. Good voice, but, um, you know, the whole uh, Amy Grant thing turned me off with him. So, uh, yeah. Um, and if you don't know, you should know. Um, so the answer is Summer's Coming by Clint Black. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it go seven million years? How dare you? Clint Black. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Jeff, what do you mean you don't know? Come on, man. Well, it takes Jeff an hour and a half to watch 60 Minutes, so that's really not any big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Kelly, you're up next. Let's. No pressure, man. Wow. Um, you know, you try to get some of these at least off the just the tone of the voice and try to some, figure out. Who yes, the and I'll be honest. You know? There's been so, so in the um, country, the 1980 country episode that we did. You can hear some of that, even though it's in reverse. Like you can hear George Jones, you yeah. can hear that twang, yeah. and so you can kind of pick that up. The other thing, and uh, uh, keep this in mind too, as as a drummer. Um, you can still hear that two four beat that mm, mm -hmm. it just sounds like instead of a snap kind of thing. But yeah, so you can kind of get the tempo and stuff at least. Um, I think we've probably figured out that this is a female. Um, yeah, and look at, <laughs> looking at there, you know, there's Reuben Shania, yeah. Josh Cool, uh, something about Satan. <clears throat> close, that's closer than uh, Billy Idol. <laughs> Martina McBride was the what was coming to my mind. Okay, you know, as far as that's, like the tone of the voice. Yes, and, and that's that. I appreciate that because that's a good guess. And. It's yes. wrong as hell, yeah, but wrong it's... As hell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, yeah. No, but and, that's... And, and second, actually, like Cindy and, and Jeff had there, uh, would be Shania. Okay, well... But, uh, that's about as far as I can go with that. That's fair, that's fair. Um, Al, you had a good guess, too, with Reba. Um, unfortunately, there wasn't enough twang, from what I heard in that, to be Reba, I don't think. So, uh, let's see who this was. Um, I do... I do agree with what you're saying, though, Kelly, because like when you say Martina McBride, like I think big voice and, and uh, boisterous, whatever that word is supposed to be. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, just really singy. So let's see. 
It is oh, Trisha Yearwood, wow. and the song is Thinking About You. I've been thinking about you. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Sorry, everybody. You're all wrong. Try it again. <laughs> uh, Tyler, it's your turn. Here we go. I mean, I I hear some Tim McGraw twang in that too, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. So you're convinced that it's a male. I'm ninety percent sure it's a male. I w- I would agree. I I I feel uh, like that's a male. Um. Said so I, I hear some Tim McGraw in there. Okay. But there's um. I th- I think you're on the right. I track. also hear like Clay Walker. Um. He's kind of got that twang too. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't begin to tell you the song, but uh, if I had to guess, it's I don't know. It might be Clay Walker. Or, so I I hear Tim McGraw. I know we had that earlier, but um. Brad Paisley, maybe. Um, so I, I like where you're going here. Well, it, I don't think it could have been Brad Paisley. He wasn't even out in '95, was he? Um, uh, maybe, but probably not. And it probably the same as uh, who was it we were talking about? Or, oh, Travis Tritt that we we're talking about earlier. He may have been out, but like the the mega hits weren't coming yet in '95 yeah. for him. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. I, Clay Walker or uh, Tim McGraw probably has it's it's a very noticeable twang. Yes, and and great comparison because I wouldn't have put those two together. But when you say that, and yeah. I think about it now, it's like yeah, they do have similar tone qualities. Yeah. So let's see who it is. It's Clay Walker. Look at that. Um, and there the song is uh, "This Woman and This Man." There you go. Yeah. Nice. Very well played. Very well played, Tyler. Okay. Uh, um and. Uh, so for our last one, Kelly, we're going to give you another go here. All right. Uh, Keith Urban and Alan Jackson are both good guesses as well. Although Alan Jackson has way more of a twang, I would imagine, than uh, than Clay Walker. Uh, definitely not Keith Urban. Definitely, definitely not. <laughs> All right, here we go. This sounds like Reba. It does. <laughs> yeah. That's who I think. That's why that, I think. That, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's definitely Reba, but. Uh, oh, that end part, though. That sounded really familiar to me. Yeah. But the song itself, I couldn't get your bed up. I think it's Reba. Um, Travis Tritt's Country Club came out in 1989. Did it? Well, okay. I'll take it. Uh, Josh Poole, what's the right answer? Finally! Reba. Um, let's see what song it is, though. Uh, <laughs> Till you, Til love, you me. love me. Yes, yeah. Reba. All right. So 
Kelly, it looks like you've won that one. Reba has a very distinctive voice too. She does. Yeah, uh, just like what we're saying with uh, yep. um, George Jones and stuff like that. Hard twang. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely easily discernible. Yeah. Uh, Reba, that's correct. Good job, Brian. Good job, Josh, and good job, Kelly. That is how we play um, songs in reverse. So, all right. Now then, let's uh, let's put the the uh, hammer down on Mr. Kelly Bowman, <laughs> Kelly. Um, I'm going to start with some serious questions first, and then we're going to yep. go a little lighthearted. All right. My first question is, um, at what age did you know that you were um, Bobby Hill? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's got more hair than I do, though. Has he always had more hair? Um, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, now see, I'm actually going to say yes, he does. <laughs> That is fantastic. I, th I don't know that he has more hair. I think it's just, you know, the whole COVID pandemic. He hadn't been able to get to the barbershop. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you one thing. Do not ever, ever get a picture out there that Jared has access to. <laughs> That's ever. great. Tell him. Tell him. Why because is that? <laughs> what happens? We allow him pretty much carte blanche, just whatever he wants to do, and... We've we've regretted that sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so yeah. what Kelly's referring to, if you haven't if you haven't come out and seen, he's talking about the live shows for the Dirty Saints. Um, of course, me doing uh, production stuff for them with my company Sunset Productions. Um, it's not just lights that I do, but also video and whatnot. And so yeah, um, you know anything in a chat thread, I'll I'll stalk your Facebook, I'll whatever. Oh. Um, yeah, that's that's really where my research department is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and that was a chat thread. I do remember that one because <laughs> yeah. you got. Scott and there. Everybody and, with the uh, same the others. same response. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of thing. And, yeah. And I've noticed that's come up on a big twenty by twenty <laughs> screen behind me. It may or may not have, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I don't look like anybody. I have a very unique face. I don't look like anybody that I've found. But that's, <laughs> that's my first. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Josh Pool with the wind. Josh knows exactly what's up. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, no, that's fantastic, and uh, I, I for sure did not come up with the uh, the comparison of you and Bobby Hill. How long have people been comparing you to him? Has it been since the show was created that somebody was like, "Hey," or is uh, it kind of more in recent I, years? I'm, I'm actually going to have to say honestly, this is the first time that I can ever think of. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> You're the trendsetter. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Bobby Hill, um, I don't know. Uh, again, if. If we get taken down, we will start right back up from where we left off. I haven't. Sometimes I like to test things uh, through the week to make sure it's going to work for the show. Uh, this week was not one of those. So um, uh, Josh Poole says, I can never unsee that. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so Kelly being a drummer and uh, being uh, the, the blue ribbon winner in a Bobby Hill lookalike contest, um, I found a little something for you. I don't know if you've seen before, but I, I thought it was fantastic and I thought of you. So. Uh, let's check this out. Ah, this double sound is absolutely effing killing me. I think I've seen this. Have you seen it? It's just, good stuff. He, he's just playing along to all the words and all the syncopation of the words. Yes, and, and yeah. you talk about somebody like just with no life. Poor guy. <laughs> okay, let's try this. Oh, well. Just like that. I've been calling y'all people better than my time right back. Y'all ain't coming out of the 
anything about this? Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, dude, one of them diapers last night, man, and them chicks and them bags and quack, quack, man, we need to go. Who man, I'm proud of Big mistake, y'all. Right there in that cooler. Oh, wait, man, I did it today. I'm gonna work out, man. Little old gal come around here to get that bad low, man. Thanks, boo, man. Let's go. Thanks, man. I don't know what to think, man, but y'all got to know, man. I ain't no bad old boy, y'all. You're not going to talk your way out of this one. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what that thing over there, man. You just go on there and point and click it. Talk about www.com. You got that naked chick on there, man. You go click, 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 Oh, that is too funny. That guy must have been bored. Oh, I'm telling you. So he's that guy has got a lot of those, um, and it's fantastic. I don't even want to try and imagine how much time he spends putting those together because there's there's no time signature. There's no nothing to follow. Just yeah. watching it a bazillion times and knowing it inside and out. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So so real talk here. You're the uh, the the current drummer for the Dirty Saints. Uh, the only drummer for the Dirty Saints. Um, how long have you guys been playing together um, as the Dirty Saints? We started. Let's see. That would have been 2013. I believe that's correct. So, um, yeah. Sunset Strip, my band was uh, December of twelve, and you guys were shortly thereafter. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm able to remember that. Yeah. Um, our first uh, our first show was at the uh, Chili Cookoff there, and okay, um, during that year. So and, that would have been like February of thirteen. Then. Yeah. Yep. And just really took off after that. I mean, um, had some shows booked there at Archie's and everything, and you know, it, it's just kind of steamrolled uh, up until recently like everybody else right yeah for sure um but that's not the uh the first place that you have played um or i'm i said place not the first band you've played with you've played no. with some of the other members before in um the dirty saints correct yeah. uh, jeff jeff and I, uh jeff and i grew up in marshfield together <clears throat> okay and uh like we went to school together or just knew each other jeff's way older than i am oh uh, yeah that's and, right yeah like yeah, way, way way older that's way right yeah older and uh, I, I missed that in my notes. I'm yeah. writing that down now. So old, I know old enough for... that we were never in the same school together, you know, because he was <laughs> yeah. already gone. Gotcha. So, um, but uh, no, we started playing together around 85, I, I guess. Okay. And, and what uh, band? A band called High Intensity. It was uh, us and just a bunch of, you know, the high school guys that were with us. And uh, I've, I've done my research. I don't know if they could see that. High intensity. That's all my notes. There yeah. you go. You've, you've seen it here first. There's all my notes. There you go. Next. High yeah. intensity. So how did that form? Was that just because you guys knew each other growing up there in Marshfield and it was like, hey, I play guitar. Hey, I play drums. Actually, the drummer that was there that they had, um, a friend of ours, a guy named Doug, uh, don't remember exactly how it all got started, but basically it was kind of one of those things where it was like, hey, can you play drums? It's like, uh, sure. And didn't have a drum set and we <laughs> is this the drum set that jeff ended up buying yeah, yeah. jeff actually bought it and it, it was a it was a lovely uh i think it was blue sparkle i believe that's correct yeah and made mostly out of plywood and uh you know <laughs> did it but, sound like it too uh, yeah totally yeah <laughs> and i i may or may not have acquired some symbols from the marshfield school district um but uh <laughs> jeff says three years older yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you're in school, that's a lifetime. He's actually <laughs> four years older. There you go. 
you know, once Russ left, I actually became the uh, the youngest member of the band again. Boy, I bet you're happy for that to happen, just for that reason. Yes, but but pretty much all of us, except for one, our our age starts with a five. So <laughs> there you go. Yep. But uh, no, and uh, you know, we we were playing all stuff, you know, that that you would now. It's all. It was an Apollo drum set, by the way. The blue sparkle no, Apollo. No, it was not an Apollo. See, so Jeff, you went and did the uh, podcast on the Unsung Dreamers with wrong information. How dare you? You better get your shit together before you get over here on the Audi Roast. Just saying. It was an unknown make drum set. Hmm. But I do still have, I, I used my actual first snare drum that I ever got on there in old Ludwig Standard, which I still have. Do you? Yeah. And yep. uh, uh, we'll be trying to get that back into playing condition again. Very cool. And doing that. but So, like, what kind of music did you guys play? Was it similar to what you were doing in Dirty Saints? Or you know, actually, we were writing originals during that time. Oh, really? And um, had, had a few originals out. But, uh, you know, we were playing, like, uh, you know, Bad Company and, you know, Rick Derringer, stuff like that. You know, just, just a bunch of different stuff. I think we played Rick Derringer. I can't remember if we did or not, actually. But, uh, hmm. you know, just a lot of cover stuff during that time. You know, it was the mid-'80s, so... Playing a lot of seventies and eighties stuff during that time. That's really cool. Um, and um, is this? I'm going to go to a picture here. Is this the same? No. Okay. So what is this? That was about nineteen ninety ninety one somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, that's a band called Liquid Sky. All right, and, and I I don't know if they can see on the screen. You could see kind of my mouse. Who's this guy right here? <laughs> That that was me many moons ago. Look at all that hair! Holy wow, crap! Eat your yeah. heart out, Bobby Hill. <laughs> so yeah. So from uh, left to right, who else we got here? Uh, Justin Birch, he was a guitar player. Okay. Of course, me. Uh, that's Johnny Schmidt. Uh, he's played around in a few bands around here in Springfield. Uh, Pillbox being one of the more. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah, a bass player, and then our singer there is uh, Derek Bauman. Huh. Very cool. And so, like, what years were you guys together as a band? Like what, what time frame uh, are we that looking at? That would have been uh, 90 to about that particular incarnation. I want to say like 92, maybe 90 to 92. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up having another bass player uh, play with us, uh, a guy named Jared Oliver. Okay. And uh, we were doing a lot more of, you know, alternative type stuff. Uh, we were doing Bauhaus and, and some of the, you know, we were playing some Pearl Jam stuff too, but, uh, you know, the whole, the whole grunge and alternative movement was really starting right then. And, uh, that, that's a lot of the stuff we were playing. Played gotcha. At, played at the Regency quite a bit, uh, opening up a band called the eyes, uh, ended up, uh, getting signed by Atlantic and then, uh, changing their name to pale divine. Uh, the guitar player is a guy named Rich Fortas, who is currently playing in Guns N' Roses. Yes. And, uh, you know, played up in St. Louis, just kind of in between here and St. Louis. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. We did uh, did a mixture of both originals and covers in that band. That's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Um, <laughs> Jeff says, it was an Apollo, damn it. We never played Rick D. It wasn't an Apollo. You can buy it. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting ringside seats to this. Just saying. <laughs> um, okay, and so then um, at, at I'm assuming it was after that, and I believe um, let's see if Jeff has got this information even right because when I listened to his episode of uh, the Unsung Dreamers podcast the other day, 
you guys were in high intensity together and then kind of split and you started doing the like a goth metal band is that right yeah okay and so that was with uh three of those four members in that that oh shooter. okay uh did Jared, you change singers or what member changed uh the bass player okay and uh yeah we were we were hitting the more heavier stuff you know uh god machine and uh, like i said Bauhaus and, and a lot of these wow. uh uh you know just a little bit darker type stuff you know yep um again still writing originals during that time and yes i did wear fishnets during a halloween show and, <laughs> and set your drums on fire i did set my drums on so fire. see there's no there's no proof that it was an <laughs> apollo or otherwise because it's just singed that was a pearl <laughs> drum set that wait I, wait wait you had either an unnamed or an apollo set but you burned the pearl yeah wow and i think uh eric <laughs> gwynn ended up with that set it used to be white the, then it ended up being kind of a faded yellow and all the shells were warped and it was just kind of it was because of the fire yeah but <laughs> freaking look cool yeah <laughs> wow so you actually set the drums on fire not your sticks yes wow okay yeah poor what, what was the that. magic behind that like how did how did you do that or, and i'm you're talking like the shells not the heads or anything yeah just poured lighter fluid on it and just what's down let it rip yep it's kind of fun the technical end of these are these stories are just amazing to me yeah. <laughs> i don't know just you know had a bottle and just squirt the shit out of it and then that's for a light. Smoking like three packs a day, so it's like you always had a lighter, so it's like, oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> Did you ever uh, go overboard with it and think, oh, shit, that was too much? Uh, Probably that time. Okay, that's that, fair. That was probably it. It's like, yeah, that may not have been the greatest idea, but again, it looked cool, so what the hell? So I have a story similar to that that um, I, when I, so I'm, I'm big into theatrics with the bands and stuff that I'm in, and uh in my in my band death may die we played a show uh downtown here in springfield probably a decade ago and um i had a mic stand so imagine like uh you know what freddie mercury's mic stand looks like like just the, yeah. the insert the long stick so i had that and um i had taped to the back side of it so the side facing me um with the uh the fuses face down i believe it was with uh smoke bombs thinking oh this will be like a mobile smoke machine this will be really cool right yeah how many do i use i don't know i've never done this before so I'm like, I don't know, five. That, I, I can fit five of them on there. That seems right. So we get this you know, little instrumental break. It's like a minute and 20 seconds of music or something where I'm not having to sing. So I jump you know, kind of off to the side of the stage and take my mic stand, and I'm over here with my lighter and lighting all five of these things. And, of course, you know, the fuses that are lighting all this, the spark and stuff before it actually gets the smoke going. So right as I'm walking up on stage, the, the from the fuses stop, and like here comes the smoke. And here comes the smoke and here comes the smoke and like it won't stop and i'm like oh my god the next note i have to sing is like this big ah! kind of thing and like i go <laughs> and it was like the worst decision ever my drummer i look behind me i'm like oh god i'm sorry and he's like <laughs> just dying just dying Did you inhale all that sulfur in your oh system? you have no idea and so yes, and then yes. everybody else like all the sulfur it's not just a, it's not a fog machine it's the sulfur eggy nasty smell Ugh, and everybody's like what the did you do so then we open the front door as we're playing and i just keep going like yep meant to do that <laughs> it was awful so yeah kids <laughs> practice your uh practice the magic behind your special effects before the show yeah if you're gonna make it a production <laughs> have a run through it it helps yeah <laughs> uh terry says damn ernie Irwin set himself on fire but never the pearl yeah well <laughs> some people know what to do the whole fishnets thing too because we were we were playing a show up in st louis and it was a halloween show 
and was driving back at like three o'clock in the morning and I get pulled over uh, just outside of Lebanon uh, by a state trooper. Mm-hmm. And I had black fingernail polish on. Uh, oh, boy. I think I was in jeans at that point, and, but still had, you know, makeup on, eyeliner, and all sorts of shit. Yep. And, and so this guy's sitting here, and he's writing a ticket. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just starts shaking his head. It's like, well, for the record, I, I don't normally wear this, you know. This is, I could just imagine him entering your information. You know, uh, last name, Bowman. First name, Kelly. Sex. Uh, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that was a fun time. Just sort of got, uh, dude, I, I don't normally wear this. I'm in a band, bro. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I have been there as well. Um, again, and with Death May Die, like I do the whole face paint. Oh, yeah. Uh, similar to, you know, Kiss, except for not, except for better uh More but uh, right exactly exactly <laughs> so and we've played shows like in in kansas and arkansas and, and that kind of stuff so imagine stopping in the middle of arkansas at two in the morning stopping at the gas station and everybody's getting their refreshments and i walk in and I, at this point like it's i've forgotten that i even have it and everybody's like what the heck what and the i'm like i'm that? like what do you <laughs> i'm like what do you look oh oh yeah, this yeah no it's yeah you got to see me without makeup <laughs> well you never seen a guy with makeup right what the hell right <laughs> This is 2020. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Uh, Josh said, Kelly, presumably the drum fire was pre-Great White incident? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think was. Kelly might have even been the inspiration for Great White. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that, did the cops say, guy. that boy ain't right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm sure that was going through his head. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so you did get a ticket? He wrote you a ticket? Oh, yeah. I got like two of them, I think. But Yeah. <laughs> So this is pre your current job. Yeah, I think one was crimes against nature and and speeding. Crimes <laughs> 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 against nature. <laughs> uh, oh yes, man, yes it was. You, you might have uh, made if you would have stuck around overnight. You might have made the front page news for the old Lebanon Tribune or whatever their paper is called. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> that's that, too that's funny. That's very true. All right, so I'm going to try uh, another video here. I've rerouted some some audio, so let's see if this will work. But I've got. Um, a video of Kelly playing and singing. Uh, some of you know that he sings. Some of you don't. Uh, some of you know that he does, but have a hard time getting to see him because he's always stuck behind a drum kit. I um, had, a, had a joke for that picture, but I, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh no, go for it. Let's hear it. That looks like four rejected members of a lesbian biker gang. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> And or like you know, some troll doll pencil toppers or something, you know, like. And, you know. Right. You know, oh, man, I remember those, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and obviously, you know, I don't look this way because I've taken care of myself. And, <laughs> and Justin, you know, on the end, you know, we've all got like short hair now, you know. And, and, right. And, you know, I've, I've shown that picture to many people that had no idea and they couldn't pick me out to save their lives. Yeah. You know. Yep. Uh, Cindy says that you rock some ACDC. I ah, agree. Thanks, Cindy. I agree. Um, yeah, so speaking of that picture, by the way, I forgot to ask, where was that taken? Was that here in Springfield or where out? Yeah, that was in the alleyway uh, there by the Regency. Okay. If I remember yep. right. That yep. little alleyway that went between there and uh, was it St. Louis Street behind it. So <laughs> Josh says, spot on analysis, Tyler. <laughs> I, yes. mean, I think so. Thank you. <laughs> Strongly agreed. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that one either. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so 
Um, hopefully this is going to cooperate now, um, to set this up, this is a video of you playing and singing some ACDC. And this was actually, um, right as the pandemic craft was starting and we did a little, um, pre-recorded kind of live stream thing. And so I chose this one because it gives people a chance to actually look over the drum set and see you sing. And maybe they're not able to see that. And and so while you're playing this, I'm taking a pee break. Go for it, my friend. All right, here we go. Oh no, where's my sound? Oh, I know why. Hang on. I'm waiting for Jeff's comment. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never sounded better. Um, let's see if I can figure this one out. There's that. Set to that. Okay to that. Try this. Go to that. Please. There we go. <laughs> in working with you I enjoy that you have fun on stage like that that's fun for everybody yep yeah that's one thing about this band it seemed like uh you know, we all came together, good time and a good chemistry. Yeah, absolutely. Just like clockwork, there it is. Awesome. Good stuff, man. I always enjoy listening to you sing that. And you know, it's funny because that really kind of started out as a joke with me doing the whole ACDC thing. Uh, How so? Well, we were doing it. Uh, it started in Bad Habit. Uh, Jeff and I played in, uh, you know, the band Bad Habit. Uh-huh. And uh, I believe it was in a bar in Purdy, Missouri, that we first tried it and was singing the Jack. Oh, yeah. And, Great song. Uh, you know, had did it just kind of as a joke, you know, just trying to sound all nasty with you. You know, it's like, he gave me the night, you know? Yep. And they're like, no, oh, you, you kind of sound like, it, you know? So we started playing that first. That, that was what, what started first playing the Jack. And then it evolved into uh, Highway to Hell. And, and, you know, people like it. And, and I'm glad they do. And I'm appreciative of it. So. Yeah, for sure. But that's, you bring up a good point. Um, you know, I've been in my fair share of cover bands and tribute bands specifically. Um, and it, it's always funny to me because I'll try to sound like somebody and then like my guitar player will like do the exaggerated like, it should sound like this. And I'm like, why do you sound so much better than me? And it's because you just got to you got to go overboard and then you're like, oh, I'm nailing it. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I get, I, I can relate to that kind of, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and of course you're known for for your Bond Scott. Do you do you do any uh, Brian Johnson? Are you are you a Brian Johnson fan or are you? You know, there is a very big difference in the singing style of Bond Scott and Huge. Brian Johnson. Yes. And for me, Brian Johnson's really hard to do. He's very um, high. Yes. yes. Very high, but compressed. So it's it's, yeah. it's a hard combination. Um, you know, Russ was doing uh, Thunderstruck, and uh-huh. actually, that's one that. Uh, that I can do and we haven't done it yet. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there's just, there's just some, it's really just, it's, it's tough. And, you know, it's, it's just kind of trying, like any song, you just got to try to find what's good for your voice. What's going to sound good, what you're comfortable with doing and, uh, and going from there. Yeah. Very true. Um, Terry referring to the video. Um, awesome. Um, and he also says, uh, total respect for singing drummer or drumming singer. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and that's how, and, you know, I've said it before. That's how I transitioned into being a singer because I also started out as a drummer. Yeah, you know, that's, I wasn't aware that that was that rare. And I guess just because I've done it my whole life. Same. Yeah. It's, it's same with me. To know? me, I don't know about you guys. It was almost, for me, it was born out of necessity. Yeah. Like either we didn't have a singer or our singer wasn't as good. And I'm like, I'll just do it. But and we just. I, I forget where I was, where I was playing or, or, uh. I think I was filling in with a band, and uh, they asked if they needed a, a, a vocal mic, and I said, "Yeah, I mean, I'll you know I'll take one at the at the drums." And right, and they couldn't believe that. They're like, "I mean, you you play drums and sing?" I said, "Yeah, I mean, I I, I wasn't like, aware sure, that I that was. I mean, I wasn't aware that was a rarity." I said, "I mean, that's yeah. just when I I sang before I started playing drums, and then I just I mean that's how I grew up playing." Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, it's not that. Not that odd to me at all. Same. In fact, I find it to be one of the easier instruments oh, to be sure. able to play and sing with. Like I, sure. I play drums, uh, keys, and bass, and to yeah. me, hands down, singing right. and playing drums is the easiest. Mm-hmm. But it's also it takes the most coordination and dexterity to be able to do. Where um, because when you're playing an instrument like keyboards or guitar or bass, like I feel like you're so focused on what your fingers are doing. Because other, I mean, otherwise your whole body's into it. For me, what I try doing is at least uh, trying to get the song down first, more than anything. And making that second nature to where you know i can just play it without thinking about yeah. it that way i can yeah. concentrate on the vocal and and trying to get that down and you know everybody's got their own way of learning a song and how they do it for sure you know that's just my way but of you're doing. right it, you should be able to to separate the two and and be able to kind of focus on both and yeah. then you bring them together and you're not really having to focus overly on either one because mm-hmm. it's just second nature yeah um <laughs> al hutch is with a uh, throwback question from the acdc episode can he sound like Dan Evans though? Uh, <laughs> or I'm sorry, Dave Evans. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, good stuff. Um, and then we're gonna go. Actually, yeah. Let's go ahead and play another game. Let's let's keep the ball rolling on this. Uh, again, this is another untested. Hopefully, we'll stay on. If we don't, ah. But we should. We should be good. I feel like we'll be good. Um, so we've done, uh, you know, guessing some lyrics just by the first line of the song. But now we're going to kind of jump into the middle of a song. And we're going to do a little game called Karaoke Cutoff. And it's just exactly what it sounds like. Um, so... You are going to uh, finish the next line when the music stops. So you can almost think of this as like musical chairs, except for you got to keep singing. 
<laughs> Since you're already sitting. This is the one where you're totally into it and they cut the music off just to embarrass you. 100%. And you're like, ah! That's where we're at. Yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> All right. So um, let's see here. Tyler, uh, I believe it's your turn to start a game off. All right. So, uh, sir, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. All right. That a boy. All right. So here comes your first uh, song. We'll let you know who and what it is. <laughs> Shania Twain. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any man of mine. All right. Well, here's where you get your entertainment value here on the audio roast. This is going to be good. I'm excited for this. Okay. Are you ready? So this is just going to start at a random spot? Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Go ahead and sing along and keep it going. Even when I'm ugly, still better love me. I can be late for a date, that's fine, but you better be on time. When I'm ugly, it's just right when last year's dresses just a little too tight. And anything I say, that'll be okay when I had a bad hair day. All right. <laughs> we got a winner. We've got a winner. Somewhere around here, I've got some sound effects and some stuff. No, I don't. Whatever. Cha-ching! There you go. Uh, that Thank is you. a correct answer, my friend. Correct answer. Um, uh, anything I do or say will better be okay when I have a bad hair day. Good job. Good job. Um, okay, Kelly, now that you, uh, the table's been set, let's see how you fare. Are you excited or are you nervous about this? Let's just turn the table over and see what happens. <laughs> Flip the tables. Light it on fire, man. <laughs> right, right, yeah. I hope you're not wearing fishnets under those jeans. Well, you know, you know, it's different, though. You know, when you sit there and mainly you're concentrating on, you know, the backing vocals. And you're, you're used to singing on the chorus only, you know. Yep. And otherwise, you're just kind of doing your own thing there. So, yeah, yeah. this will be fun. Let's this will be. This will be. Um, and I will say, too, and as we alluded to earlier, I think Tyler might have a slight advantage since he runs karaoke now. Um, I think he's kind of more in tune with this kind of stuff. Amazing. But we'll see. We'll see. I, I have a good feeling about this. So let's see what you get here. John Michael Montgomery. Soul. Oh, man. Oh, good song. Oh, 95 was a good year. Yeah, I don't even know if I All right. this one. <laughs> well, you better you better have your your diaphragm breathing down because this is a you're about to uh, you're about to auction some shit off. That's man. right. That's right. And if you oh, get it wrong, right. we're going to auction off some fishnet okay, yeah, stockings. Yeah. <laughs> I think I do know this one. Okay, never mind. All right, here we go. You ready? I should proceed with caution, but my heart said, "Go ahead and make it." Get on that. And I said, "Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I know you think it's in mind on mine. I'll be your bidding and be at your beck and call." I've never seen anyone looking so fine. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. I'm going once, going twice. I'm sold to the lady in the second row. She's an eight. She's a nine. She's a ten. I know she got revenues, but it's fun to hear I'm about to give my heart goodbye. Are you wondering when it's gonna cut off? Uh, too good to cut off too soon. Any time. Here we go. When the auctioneer was going about a mile a minute. <laughs> He was taking bids and calling them out loud. And I guess I was really getting in it. Yeah, that's all I know. So <laughs> oh, man, come on. I guess I was really getting in it. 
Tell them, Tyler. Because I just shouted out above the crown. And I said, hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I give it. That's yep, great. That's right. That I don't see, uh, I mean, if, if music doesn't work out like it has so far for you, I don't see auctioning. <laughs> oh, hell no. I didn't mean it was all fine. That's good stuff. All right. Okay, so Tyler, it looks like you got some Neil McCoy. Uh, they're playing our song. Well, I don't know. I know this song. Uh-oh. <clears throat> this will be entertaining then. All right. So I don't. I don't, actually I don't at all. <laughs> I don't at all. Oh boy! Here goes nothing. At the front door, knocking. I can't even read it for one. Oh, hang on. There you go. You started over? Yep. Okay. All right, I'm half blind, so. Oh. Um, half blind? Well, that, we yeah, we can't have that. Uh, where'd we go? Right here? Nobody asked you a word. Yeah. <laughs> you, you suck, Bowman. Oh, man, you could have picked any Neil McCoy song, like Wink. Uh, you know, but, True, but this is from the year 1995. I have nothing. To, yeah. I, All right. Well, here we go. And I don't know it, so this will be Get fun. good, scrub. Help you out. I'll help you get started. Somebody's at the front door. I can hear them knocking. Your mama's on the phone and she feels like talking. There's chicken on the barbecue. Barbecue and don't worry about it, baby. Just drop what you're doing. They're playing a song on the radio. Okay, Mr. Don't hate me, baby, because we're playing our song. God, it's so close. <laughs> that was so close. Uh, a million watts of love power coming on strong. Kelly, do you know it? I have no idea. Dance with me, darling. They're playing oh, our song. You were, Man. You were real close. I was yes, close. you were. You were. I, I feel like you were you were also borderline trying to be a, a Josh Poole with your answer, but it actually almost worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, okay, so we've got one to pass over here to Kelly. Uh, let's see what it is. Yeah, because that worked out well last time. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't have to go and auction anything off again. Uh, I don't even know your name by Alan Jackson. Actually, this is kind of a, a pretty quick tempo. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Poole says, "Hey." <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, are you familiar with the song? Uh, I think so. Okay, let's see. Put your money where your mouth is. Okay, maybe not. Roadhouse. Sing in your mic. I'm not sure. In the corner of moon. Of course, you are my waitress. Mine was missing her front too. I don't even know your name. Okay, I'm familiar with the song, but I don't even know your name. Yeah, I'm familiar with the song. This is something. That, uh, the next but, line uh, is uh, what defines Kelly's life. Yes, I've never been too good at all those sexual <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God, you know, this is only like oh the second God. time, and you know, just he's just killing me here. Oh man, not just killing him, he's like freaking gutting oh. and quartering you. That's amazing. He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> just like Kelly Bowen. <laughs> He's never been too good at all those sexual games. <laughs> I mean, that's what I heard. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Al Hutt just <laughs> says it's a nice day for a white wedding. <laughs> Cindy Lucas says obscure songs. I don't know about all that. They're they're pretty big for 95. Yeah, they were. Um, <laughs> now, if you're if you're just generally a fan of country music, I guess I could see why you're saying that, but... If you're listening in the in the mid '90s, you, you would know these. Um, oh my! They, they're doing their best to turn this into a Billy Idol hour, man. Just as Josh, <laughs> Josh says, "In the dark, all girls are the same." I'm here to tell you that's probably not true. Just saying, from my perspective, that's probably not true. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so so many jokes so little oh, time. Oh right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, and apparently a tongue a tongue and a tooth is a tooth, but you can tell the difference in a hand though. That's for sure. Uh, moving right, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> we went off the rails. I'm sorry. I couldn't oh, help that's it. amazing. I couldn't help God. it. I'm sorry. Hmm. Well, anyway, if you ever never. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, so Tyler, you're up for a, a uh, final one here. I guess. Yeah. Ty oh, England. My. Should have asked her faster. Speaking of teeth, mouth, and hand, should have asked her faster. <laughs> Guarantee, I don't know this one. <laughs> Josh said it rhymed. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see if you're familiar with this one. Ty England, didn't he have like one hit song or something? Possibly. What's that? Might have been. People in the town just outside of Dallas. I dropped my drink when she came walking by. By the time I got a She slipped right through my fingertips and left me with my big mouth open wide. Something that I wanted to make rhyme, but I probably shouldn't for the show. Something about a dong. Yeah, I don't know the next line. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my mind. I won't even ask why. <laughs> but you said it, I didn't. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't um, know the next line. <laughs> wow. Okay. Man, is it warm in here? Um, <laughs> Should have asked her faster, but I waited too long. In a red hot minute, like a flash, she was gone. Okay. Didn't well, even that's... get her number. Never got her name. A natural disaster. Like a natural disaster, should have asked her faster. All right. Yeah. There you go. Okay. That's how we play All cutoff right. karaoke. Are you going to shave the state of Texas in the side of your head, Jared? I am not. Uh, if I were to shave it in any state, it would probably be... Um, I'm glad at least you said shave in any right, Here's state. what I want to know. <laughs> right, All right, yeah. Here's what I want to okay, know, and okay. we'll ask your viewers. Okay. What does it take for you to shave something, to cut your hair like that and shave something in the side of it like that? How many Patreon donations do oh, we gotta get? Well, I better have a new laptop. I better have uh, some cameras that don't shoot red. And uh, yeah, mm. it's gonna take a lot. <laughs> so yeah, now I, I mean, it would take like five bucks for me to do that to my chest hair, but not not to you know my head hair where I've got to look at it for a year. <laughs> Wouldn't be good. Hey, you just you know shave it off. 
I tell you what I would do. <clears throat> I would do um, Rhode Island. It's pretty small. <laughs> I would do it like back here. <laughs> that way nobody has to know. How about you, Tyler? How 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 much uh, would it take for you to to shave? Like, if you wanted the state of uh, Florida, but you have to, but whoever does your hair better do it right, otherwise it's going to look like a gun. I mean, I have to let my hair grow a little bit. <laughs> nah, but, uh, nah. I mean, I don't know. We'll do it right here. I'll do it right now. And that could be uh, right here, right now. That huh? could be you. Wow. I don't know if I trust you shaving the state of Florida in my head. Though. <laughs> Jared would do it for a pop tart. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's not that goddamn yeah. awful. Uh, what is it? Brown sugar cinnamon crap. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Somehow I think him trying to shave the state now of Florida what? in your head is not going to look like a gun. <laughs> 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 no, it's Florida. I swear. <laughs> now what is what's the problem with brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts? Oh, they're awful. They're dry as hell, and you got to choke them down. You might as well just get a real pop tart and eat something like strawberry or cherry or blueberry or. Wildberry or anything that rhymes with berry. So how is a strawberry pop tart any less dry than a? Oh, pop tarts in general are dry, but the reason is um, they just are. Damn it! <laughs> I don't know. Like the fruit ones have more jelly, and it's a whole thing. Like Josh knows, it's a whole thing. There is so like a month or two ago, there was this whole thread. I don't even remember who the hell it was on, um, but uh, somebody. In fact, I think it might have been Shane Jennings, if I remember right. So there's there's the secret to the sauce uh but we're talking about pop tarts and we had like this whole like six hour conversation through the whole work day and every now and then somebody would out from outside the conversation would pop on and be like i can't believe there's this many comments about pop tarts i'm like really look at what else is on facebook like i'd gladly spend six hours talking about pop tarts so that's where this all generated from but yeah yeah because usually if it's culinary and it has shane jennings involved in it it's either going to be pop tarts or the mcrib right of the two and and uh, swig it down with some Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You know why yeah. the McRib though was only available like once every like six months? Why is that? Because it takes the other six months to hunt down and kill whatever the hell kind of meat that is. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably very true. Still assuming that it's an actual meat. Right. Yes. All right. So uh, I'm going to throw it to another commercial here. This one, unfortunately, has not been voiced over yet. So I'm going to have to read this live. Um, so yeah. Oh. Here we, this will be fun. Here we go. Catch me on my toes. Here we go. Catch the Unsung Dreamers podcast, the musical journeys of the not-so-rich-and-famous. Um, they are doing a live chat every Thursday at 7 o'clock on Facebook and YouTube. Um, very similar to this show, except for it's unscripted, goes off the rails, and sometimes it's a total shit show. So, you know. Tune in for that, if nothing else. Uh, no, it's a good time. Um, and they've also just recently reintroduced their audio-only interviews. Uh, as many of you may or may not know, they do full, uh, full story, uh, deep dive interviews, if you will, with local musicians to get to know the people that you go out and see and support. Uh, it's really a pretty cool concept. It's kind of like a VH1 behind the music for uh, us local musicians. So, and those release every Friday. So check out their live show on Facebook on Thursdays at 7, and their audio-only interviews release Fridays. Uh, again, that's the Unsung Dreamers, the musical journeys of the not-so-rich-and-famous. Yeah, Dan and Tara. Yeah, those guys. All by, right. By the way, I did see that uh, Dan is desperately seeking um, viewers on his OnlyFans.com page. I saw that, too, and I'm like, man, I, I just can't... Uh. So got to tighten you, the purse strings on that one. If you want to subscribe to his OnlyFans page, I'm sure you'd appreciate that too. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that is, that's probably a good thing. 
Um, I agree, Jared. There you go. Uh, yeah. Not sure what part you agree with, but I'm glad that you do. You're on the right side of the aisle as far as I'm concerned, Macy. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let's play uh, another game here. <clears throat> Both of you guys, this is your first time on the show, so I'll explain this. The, uh, the Kind of the whole concept for my, my show here was based around this segment. And this is a segment called Covering Covers. And we're going to be... Um, Watching like minute and a half long segments of different uh, artists uh, on kind of a local level, uh, not just local to Springfield, local everywhere. Um, and, um, you know, so we've kind of coined the phrase that we'll either roast them or we'll toast them. So in other words, we will talk about uh, what makes them great, why we like it, or if they're awful, we'll tell them why we think it's awful and why it sucks. And this is the perfect platform to... Uh, do all that, you know, where you're with your bandmates and stuff, and you do the whole, oh, my God, I can't believe she's singing like that. Like, here's your chance. Wow. So, especially since they're not local, you know, so there's that. Well, they're not and local. And, hey, some okay, of them, well, yeah, no, 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 I wouldn't do that. Now, some of them um, actually are honestly really good, and some of them have honestly, to me, been kind of inspiring to see different spins on uh, on different covers and stuff, too. Uh, you were talking about you would open for Eddie Rabbit. Mm -hmm. uh, we had, um, in the 1980 country episode, uh, there was a band that had covered an Eddie, Eddie Rabbit song and made it kind of rockabilly, and it was so cool. It was really so cool. So, uh, so yeah, let's check this out. Now, this is, um, are either of you guys familiar with the old game show, um, Press Your Luck? Whammy, whammy, no whammy, stop! No, can't say I am. Okay, yes. so... Um, basically there'll be like an auto randomizer generator kind of thing. And whenever you feel good about it, just tell me to stop and that'll queue up the video that we'll react to. Okay. So, um, I think, um, yeah, Tyler went first last time. So Kelly, I'll let you start this one off here and, uh, I'll introduce, this is uh covering covers. I think. Al Hutchins says, mmm, crib. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kelly, uh, whenever you feel good about this, tell me to stop and we will do so. Stop. Hey. Let's go to Vegas by East of Seven, as made famous by Faith Hill. All right. So, I will uh, read a little uh, something about this band and we can talk about it then. So this uh, video was uploaded February 3rd of 2015, and it has currently got 243 views. Um, I like how they're just staring at the black screen. Sorry, everybody. Um, this is, uh, e the band is called East of Seven, and it's, uh, I'm going to hopefully get these names right, Kathy Moore and Alex Wozlowski. Um, and they're playing a cover of Faith Hill's song, Let's Go to Vegas. And this was recorded on January 22nd of 2015 in Fraserwood, Manitoba. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah, let's check it out. Fraserwood. <laughs> Okay, so, Kelly, I've got a question for you. Yeah. What do you think is older? The wood paneling on the walls, the shag carpet, the old lady, or the drum heads? I'm going to go with the shag carpet for 200 <laughs> There you go. I don't think that's a bad answer. 
Wow. I feel like he's slightly overplaying this. <laughs> there, there's a lot that kind of hurts on this. Uh-huh. I agree. Jeff Ward says the amount of suck is crazy. <laughs> oh, that stop though. Oh, my. They were tied on it. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you. you know, it was right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Gene Whedon says, gong. <laughs> I see the White Stripes reference. I was like, yeah, that's not even close. Oh, well. We made it. Guys, we made it. Well. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Mm. Uh, <laughs> beauty, eh? <sighs> um, Gene Whedon, how's it going, buddy? Uh, Gene says, Kelly needs to yell, no whammy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, the White Stripes don't need a bass player, neither do we. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, so uh, Tyler, I'm going to give you a, a spin at the wheel, if you will. A wheel, if you will. Oh, I thought. Oh, you. I think you wanted my reaction on that video. Oh Was yeah, it? go for it. Oh. Go for it. What do you? What did? What did you think? Uh, Are you roasting it or toasting it? What do you think? I mean, that's about two minutes <laughs> of my life. I'll never get back. Right. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good thing we didn't pay a cover charge for that. That was. Uh, that was bad. Oh, man. That was real bad. I hope that they both have a day job. Uh, uh, without saying anything, I'm going to look at Kelly and say, I'm glad that Scott Henry wasn't here for that, because you know what he would say. Oh, dear God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you know what you know what it would be saying, too. So, uh, Yeah, that's not what he's going to go pound. But otherwise, you know, that'll be fine. <laughs> Jeff says, have a good rest of the show. I'm going to pound some golf balls. Yeah, I'm sure you are. Uh, just make sure you, you don't do it out in the field. Yeah, there'll be a shaft involved i'm sure yeah uh-huh <laughs> choke up on it <laughs> <laughs> Mini uh, golf. <laughs> al says well the mic is cool they got that going for him <laughs> man was there a microphone i didn't even notice yeah <laughs> all right tyler let's let you have a spin here okay If the World Had a Front Porch by Jake Hoot, as made famous by Tracy Lawrence. <laughs> Jeff said, wouldn't book him at a benefit. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, pretty sure they would. Uh, they need a benefit thrown for some new drum heads. That yeah. just sounded like they were from the 70s or something. That yeah, was I don't awful. think they, they would not have made the cut for the Brian Wade benefit. Um, they, I don't no, think. yeah, I agree. Those drums came at the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she did too probably um okay <laughs> okay the carpet so, master drapes uh, well no apparently it didn't i mean the, the wood paneling had like stone and wood 
all in one. It was weird. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Jay Coot uh, is doing... Um, if the world had a front porch by Tracy Lawrence. Uh, this video has three thousand four hundred thirty-eight views. Oh, we went up some. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, okay. four hundred forty-three subscribers, and uh, according to the comments uh, from uh, YouTube, uh, this was put up at least six years ago. So I don't have an exact date, but at least six years ago. Um, and he's got almost uh, one hundred eighteen thousand views on his channel. So okay. Okay. So we'll see. This sounds this sounds hopeful. Right, I'm feeling good about this. Right, hit me with it, Jake. Josh says, J. Coot sounds like a fake name, not even a cool one that doesn't bode well. <laughs> no, I already like it better than the other one. Same. I, I'm not mad at this. I would agree with Josh. Josh says I was wrong. He yeah. has a pleasant voice. I agree. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that was well done. It was, and that the note and and the run itself on the on the wor word world. Yeah, the world. Like I was, he did ball. He did better than me. You know, something <laughs> a pet peeve of mine though. Like if if you're doing it on purpose for like show purposes, uh huh. Uh, trying to do the, the fake toying thing is fine, but like I always hate people that just like want to post a video on their YouTube personal page and like try to like force this accent to sound just like but i mean that wasn't bad that was yeah, actually pretty good i agree he didn't sound like he was trying to fake that trying to fake the accent you know like i mean i, I, I do kind of like what we're saying with the cover tribute band stuff yeah, like yeah, where yeah. you try to like overly impersonate it yeah yeah that, that i mean sounded really natural for him. it did it did yeah yeah well done jake hoot good job jake we're giving you a, a toast on that one i i, I would guess yeah i'll toast that al hutches says meh i can dig it Okay, well, meh. Me too. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Kelly Bowman. All right. Give this wheel a spin. Stop. Oh, man. Did you see the Billy Idol? <laughs> Texas Tornado by Asagani Kusuk cover. Oh, God, I can't read that quick. Uh, anyway, uh, Tracy Lawrence. <laughs> Texas Tornado. Okay, this was uh, a pretty recent upload. This was uploaded March 12th of 2020. Uh, this video has 303 views. He has 859 subscribers and almost 33,000 channel views. So, yeah. Let's check out... Uh, what was his name? Let me let me check my notes here. Esogony? I think that's right. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Here we go. It's a nice... Uh... Rooster there in the background. Yeah. Is that a bed sheet or is that what?
my what? My what? <laughs> like through most of the verse, I'm like, this isn't too bad. I, I dig it. It's all right. And then he gets to the chorus, and I'm like, wow, there's that accent. I'll never hear the song the same. I was actually like, okay. I like the guitar playing better than I do the singing. Same, yeah. same. So um, this is where Al Hutch's uh, comment would be appropriate. Eh, I can dig it. Up to the chorus. <laughs> um, look at some stuff by, yes, 100%. Uh, Leo, uh, more, more macaroni, whatever his name is, uh, covers the show. Awesome stuff. I agree. Uh, he does a lot of fantastic covers, metal covers of different genres and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Josh Poole could be worse. I agree. I agree. The, oh man, what a tie-in! So that's so it's not just a Texas mullet; it's a Texas mullet. <laughs> <laughs> My little Texas mullet, <laughs> shaving me away again. That's uh, <laughs> again so many jokes. There, I'm telling there's you, just so many ways this could go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no doubt, no doubt. No. All right, holy cow. Um, who who picked that crap? Kelly. Yeah, I guess All that'd right. be me. All right, good job. Way to go. You know, uh, picture of Billy Idol, and then that starts playing. There's yeah. a <laughs> yeah. Somehow those a little dots bit of a span there. I'm those dots say. do not connect. Yeah. No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, Tyler. Stop. What mattered most by Tyler Barham, uh, as done by Ty Herndon. All right, let's uh, get the scoop on this. The scoop is uh, this was uploaded March 6th of 2014 and has over 15,000 views. His uh, channel has uh, 36,500 subscribers uh, with almost 10 million channel views. I'm going to guess this guy's good. Okay. Um, and it just says, I decided to do a cover of... Oh, by the way, apparently this, this kid uh, um, has a, uh, a sponsorship of sorts with Wrangler Jeans. Uh, so he says, I decided to do a cover of Ty Hernan's hit song, What Mattered Most, after seeing him at CRS, whatever that is, and hearing him perform it at the event. I've CRS is the, um, it's like the radio, um, uh, oh, it's it's the radio promotion, like all the radio stations go, and like they try to get. Oh, uh, like the Clearwater, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's gotcha. the radio publication deal where like they all try to get their 
they try to get their their radio spots from artists and and meet the new up and comers and all that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so he, um, after seeing him at CRS, uh, hearing him perform it at the event is what made him want to do it. Okay, he said, "I've always loved this song. I grew up listening to his music, and his vocals inspired me as a kid. I hope you guys enjoy uh, the video. Um, if you enjoy it, like us on all the crap." Um, uh, thank you for continuing to support me. Thank you, Wrangler, as well for supporting me with all the awesome clothes. Oh well, he better I mean, be, he better he, be dressed to the nines. Yeah, if, if he's got a Wrangler endorsement, I'm gonna guess he's he's pretty he's pretty decent. Did you have a Wrangler endorsement to get that uh, black sparkle jacket that you wear on in your show? No. So do you want to know where that? Jacket I do. Came I do because I'm not. I'm being legit like that. I think that's really cool. That's uh, very old school country, and I, I dig that. So I uh, used to work on a magic show. <laughs> Uh, in Branson back in 2008, I worked for Kirby Van Birch. Oh yeah, um, worst experience of my life. But I mean, seeing how they do the tricks was pretty cool. But yeah. anyways, he. Uh, I was almost an LD for a, a, a magician down in Branson. Yeah, he actually actually bought me that jacket. Oh really? Uh, I don't know where he got it, uh, and I'm not, and I'm not even sure why. But I was, uh, um, like the his number one stagehand, I guess, on the show. I only did it for a season. And uh, he just showed up with that jacket and bought me that jacket. So yeah, that's it cool. was a gift, I guess. Because he had one like it, and I had made the comment that I really liked it. And next thing I knew, he, I had one. He bought it for me. So Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Um, <laughs> Apparently, Ward's done pounding. Yeah. <laughs> Shave New Mexico <laughs> into the side of your head. Uh, <laughs> Jeff says, CRS, can't remember shit. <laughs> oh, so Jeff has been to CRS. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's check out some Ty Herndon. This this should be good. What's this guy's name? Um, Tyler or something? Oh, I have it written down in my notes. Tyler Bassam. Bassam. He better be good if he's got if his name's Tyler. I'm telling you, you better step it up. Here we go. Close doors that make their reasons to ignore. 
Now I know why he has 10 million views. <laughs> you bring in the ringer. That's, that's very cool. It is very good. Yeah. What, a, um, what, a, what a cool moment for him, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, in my notes, I see now, too, that uh, that was a surprise. He didn't... The So, I guess his parents put that together and knew he was coming, and that was his dad playing guitar with him. Um, oh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, so they had organized that, knowing okay, how much so, of a... So, technically not bringing in the ringer for it, then, just... Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's pretty cool. For sure, for sure. Okay, we've got another... Uh, one more of these uh, in the covering cover segment here. So, uh, Kelly, I believe it's your turn. Stop. <laughs> Is that Brett Michaels? No, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, my God. Uh, better Things to Do by Sarah Martin as done by Terry Clark. Yeah. No, oh, my God. That's, oh. I didn't catch it. It was fast. It was definitely Axl Rose. Okay. <laughs> you some bitch. Well, I mean... No, I, I'm giving you shit because there's there's backstory to that. So um, in my old band Sunset Strip, um, I, I'm not a big Brett Michaels or Poison fan at all. Yeah. I, it just not. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a huge Axl Rose and Guns N' Roses fan. And so uh, anytime that we would do or hear uh, anything Guns N' Roses, he'd be like my bass player Chris Schneider. Oh, he he's all right, but he ain't no Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> so anytime that there's that, that's what I always think of. Um, does it qualify when the original artist joins in? Um, as far as covering covers, I would say so because he kept singing with him. I feel like though that I mean that probably cheated him some views though. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah. That, I mean, he, I mean, he was good. I would have. I mean, I would have. I would have enjoyed it by himself. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think Ty Hernan coming into the picture probably upped his views mm -hmm. by a lot. I wonder if uh, if Ty Hernan came before or after the Wrangler sponsorship. That would be yeah. interesting. I because I could see I could see like Ty Hernan coming on, them getting a lot of views, and then going to Wrangler. See, we get two million views on our channel. <laughs> there's uh two things that I can't wear, and it's like Wrangler jeans and cowboy hats. I've I've just tried, and any way that I try to wear it, they they look really bad on me. Oh really? Yeah, no, they're not good, not good at all. Um, Kelly thinks that uh, he can wear anything except for uh, fishnet stockings, and that doesn't look good on him. But he did no. it anyway. No, there's no. Did the, did the chicks Wrong like you in the uh, in the in the fishnets? Were the chicks into that? Um, you know when you're talking about you know these this gothic style, <laughs> you know crowd that we were playing to, it was at times hard to tell who was who and what was what, and so you well, know what was it? It's all uh, mouth, uh, lips and teeth, or something like that. Yeah. Mouth, what was a mouth is a mouth, and a tongue is a tongue, and a tooth is a tooth. Yeah, and then there's just <laughs> just go to hell home and not worry about it. Right. So, <laughs> and then get pulled over on the way home. But that's kind of you know. Oh, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so we've got um, we've got somebody named Sarah Martin uh, from from Nashville. Uh, Trashville is what I thought that, someone said. Trashville, earlier. that's Trashville, right. Yeah. Uh, Charles House letting us know that it's Trashville. 
Um, she has 198 views. Uh, this was uploaded uh, February 28th of 2020. She's got almost 32,000 channel views. And uh, she actually, I guess, takes requests from her uh, subscribers there on YouTube. And this was a request from somebody of hers in Cuba. That's pretty That's pretty ballsy. It is. And I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like maybe she might have been deceived that uh, she thought the country Cuban, not like Cuba, Missouri. <laughs> I've been there. She's probably like, oh, I'm a worldwide sensation. And it's somebody in the middle of Missouri. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, let's check out. Um, yeah, just like that joke. I had I had some views from somewhere from the Middle East, somewhere about uh, somewhere around Ohio. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, okay, so let's check out Sarah here. I gotta stop that. I gotta start that over. What's going on? Yeah, what is what is? First of all, this whole double sound shit's killing me. But I'm just gonna try and bear through this. But what is she doing with her freaking mouth and and these notes? This is weird. It's freaking me out. Try it again. Don't tell me the reason why you're calling. Why? You talk about forcing an accent. It's definitely forced. Flower Dolphin. Oh, that was a wrong chord. I noticed that. Yeah. Yes, you're right. That is like a stiff jaw, nasal, overly compressed, like a. Just, I don't need. You know, she's spot on the notes, though. I'd be yeah. curious to hear. God, that's so awful. See, that's my problem. If she would just Better. sing it, just sing it. If yeah, she would exactly. sing it by herself, she'd be good. I agree. Yeah. Just, I agree. Just, just sing it. Don't don't try to do this whole twangy thing. You know, yeah, that's just, just that's my uh, that's move my, away from Nashville. That's my best advice uh, yeah. to you. Get out of Nashville. It's all cookie cutter. Like you got to be the cookie cutter mold to be in Nashville. God, I'm telling you, that's, that's my awful. only problem with Justin Moore, the the big country artist, is that I feel like his accent is just so fake. Like it's so forced and everything he does. Yeah, but like no, I would I would have loved that video a lot had she not tried to force the accent. Right. Uh, Josh says, "Why the long face? Are you talking about my long face or hers?" <laughs> Uh, Al Hutchins says, I can dig it. Well, I bet you can dig it if you look and don't listen. <laughs> Better things to do, like learn how to actually sing with your real voice. Yeah, My sister for the win. That's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> Way to go, sis. <laughs> Way to go, sis. I've got better things to do than take vocal lessons. Uh, hers. Yes. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I agree, Josh. I agree. That was, I'm sorry. That was awful as fuck to me. I couldn't, I couldn't. Listen to a whole I song. Said, like pitch wise, like I mean, she was on pitch. She yeah. was on key. She I was. Just, you're right. I'm just not a fan of the the over twenty yeah, fake. Yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe poor Cuba. Right. I mean, if they're right, what's her <laughs> making name? requests, what's her like, name Sarah something. Sarah Martin. Okay, Sarah in the Sarah, not like a Martin guitar. Martin. All right, Sarah Martin. If you watch this show, you have potential, but 
You do. Yeah. Be yourself. I mean, yes, right? She's beautiful. She, I'm sure, has a a decent sounding voice naturally. She's able to hit the pitch. Uh, Her timing and phrasing is fine. It's just, what are you doing? Comb your hair, though. (laughs) (laughs) Be yourself. Comb your hair. Sing your song. Comb your hair. Yes. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. She's got better things to do than combing her hair. (laughs) <laughs> I like that song too I do too It's a great song In fact I really love Terry Clark um, If you're familiar with Terry Clark She was kind of a, a mold breaker of, of sorts um, Where everybody else was You know Kind of doing the whole uh, Diva Chick lady singer thing In the 90s And she's like I'm a country girl And I'm wearing my Wranglers And like a cut off t-shirt and, yeah. and a cowgirl hat And that's all I mean She rocked I loved her a lot yep. um, In fact I think she's still Still at it And still sounds And looks great So So yeah Um that is uh, how we play covering covers, and we're going to take a quick little break with the uh, velvety tones of Mr. Tyler Weeks. We'll be back. Yeah. I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at the audio rose podcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. Oh, yeah. Listen to those velvety tones. I'm telling you, it doesn't get any more. Crush velvet than uh, Prince impersonation. <laughs> Sorry, trying to tie it in here. Man, um, okay, so last week we played two new games, and uh, for those of you that watched the show last week, I promised that this week we would bring on another new show. Uh, new show, a, a new, new show. segment. Yep, a new segment in the show. There we go, a new game. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, last week, um, Boda should be a guest. Uh, I agree. I agree. Before we do that, Jared, uh-huh. I have a picture. Oh boy! Okay. Do you have? I don't know if I'd... you have a way to put this up. Oh, oh, I can do that. Yep. Oh, as long as it's yeah. Let's oh, be yeah. dangerous here. I don't want to make sure my nudes aren't showing. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I please do. I need some fucking ratings. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me. All right, uh... So if you can pull this up. Okay. Let me switch to this and switch to that. Okay. I don't know. How do I get it to go? Uh... Oh wait, hold on. Let me turn my rotation off. Okay. About... Oh my god. Any better? Um no. Let's let's uh turn it sideways and then plug it. There you try it. There's a, there's a store oh, behind. Oh, I know why. Hang on. Um I'm well, gonna Well the picture's in landscape mode is why I took it like that. I don't know if you're gonna be able to fix it or not. Yeah, I can. Maybe. There we go. There's a store behind this picture that uh Now then, let's see if this works. Come on, black screen, black screen. Hell. Oh, here we go. There we go. Okay. All right. Oh my God, is this John Wayne Gacy? Is that you? So, <laughs> what is happening? There's our, so much happening. Here. All right. So that is a real picture that was sent to me. I have it on my phone, and our guitar player Mark McFeeders that I 
said played guitar for us on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, he has that picture on his iPad. And the little boy in that picture is a friend of his. Like, uh, hang, hang on. on. Wow. <laughs> like every possible wrong button that was hit. Okay. Um, and then I need to take that and go right here. Did you just crash? There we go. The... Carry on. Okay. Sorry. Okay. okay. So <laughs> the little... <laughs> So, <laughs> the the ghost of John Wayne Gacy haunts yeah. us. So the little boy in that photo mm-hmm. is a good friend of our guitar player Mark. Okay, the, the little boy. Okay, yeah. okay. That was taken in 1969 at a company picnic f- that his dad worked for. What a horrible okay. company! Yeah, I hang now, on. Josh Poole, I agree. This is nightmare fuel. Now, <laughs> so the said the little boy is a friend of our guitar players. Okay. I will give you a guess at who the guy dressed up as the clown is. This is in what year, 1960? 60, like late 60s. Okay. Um, is it somebody famous? Yes. Is it somebody locally famous? No. Okay, so it's somebody famous, famous. Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. It'll give you chills, dude. Okay, and it's is it John Wayne Gacy? That is John Wayne Gacy. No shit. That is John Wayne Gacy. I knew it was. Yep. Wow. That is John Wayne Gacy. That is crazy. And Um, and honestly, so I wouldn't have guessed because he looks thinner there than what he, you know, most popularly was. Well, but the face paint style—that's exactly. I mean, that that never changed. So that was um, Patches the Clown, I think, is what it was, is what he went by. But yeah, so that was. But he didn't like do his first murder until I think 72 or 73. But wow. I mean, can you imagine though? Like that, that the that level guy, of creep, like that guy wins all the cool stories. Um, at like Halloween time <laughs> you oh, can, yeah. because like, he escaped John Gacy. Well, he's like, Hey, when I was three, I sat on John Wayne Gacy's knee and I had no idea who it was. Holy is that shit. Not, is that not trippy? Dude, that is nuts. And this is a guitar player that, that you play wild. with at the, at the show. Yeah. That's his friend. Yeah. Wow. The kid's his friend. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that, that crazy? Is crazy? That is nuts. I know. I wanted to share that because uh, he he sent that to me this last week and told me the story and like it gave me goosebumps. Yeah, man, that's insane. Yeah, wow, it's uh pretty pretty crazy. So now on the idea roast, we've covered two serial killers. <laughs> uh, who was the other one? Uh, Ricky Ramirez, uh, the Night Stalker up oh, in yeah. New York. Okay, so he used yeah. to leave uh, ACDC type trinkets like ACDC hats and shirts and oh, I didn't know cassettes. That. Um, I know and that. so the song Night Prowler supposedly was like kind of about him or that kind of thing oh i didn't uh, know that. yeah so that wow. kind of caused a lot of controversy that dude was a was a creepy looking dude though if i remember right like he looked uh like yes. he was just creepy as shit looking. creepy as shit and yeah. just kind of yeah. uh like almost emaciated looking right yeah well yeah. yeah i just i thought that'd be fun to share that is that's cool story. dude that's i love unique stories like that that's yeah. really cool so uh josh you thought that was nightmare fuel yeah, before say, before he right found out who head. it was <laughs> yeah holy cow Wow. Yeah. All right. So like I said, we're going to play a new game. Um, hopefully this... So last week, if you watched, we played two new games. We played a game called Humdinger, uh, where we have to hum the, the song to the other player and, and try to get him to guess. Mm. That one was all right. Uh, and then we also played a, <laughs> a game called uh, uh, Speed Zone, where we change the speed of songs and try to get them to guess what song it is, Ooh. similar to the songs in reverse. Uh, and that went over like a, a fart in church. So uh, we're we're now going to play a different little game, and this game is called I can't find my keys. 
I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. Find my keys. Find my keys. Find my keys. My keys. I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. I can't find my keys. That's right. The game is called I Can't Find My Keys. So it has nothing to do with your car keys. It has something to do with the key of the song. So the oh. key of the the song Ooh. has changed, uh, which will make it sound like an entirely different song and will hopefully get us around the old copyright bullshit. So <laughs> I see what you did. There. Yeah, you got to be creative, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Don't come up with me as your freaking laws. I'll show you. Um, okay, so yes, indeed, the uh, the the pitches of the songs have changed. Um, so we're so trying to guess the song. Trying to guess the song and the artist, uh, keep it, keeping it on the script kind of thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, Tyler, we'll let you go first on this one. Um, okay. So here we go. I thought you were going to have to like make me guess the key. I'm like, there's oh, no Jesus, fucking no. way that's going <laughs> to no, happen. No, hell no. <laughs> okay. Hey. 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 It sounded like L. White wedding. It sounded like L. It probably will. Okay. All right, so let's see how we do on this. Okay. Hopefully this goes over better than Speed Zone. I got it. Do you? Kelly, do you know it too? I know the song again. It's One Boy, One Girl by Colin Ray. Hey, let's see here. The answer is One Boy, One Girl by Colin Ray. Great job. Somewhere around here, I had some damn sound effect shit. Good job. <laughs> him and uh, him and Vince Gill, probably the two best like tenor voices in country music ever. Like, and Colin Ray was a nice guy too. Yeah, I've, I've never met him, but I always appreciated his voice. So I assume that you've well, met my, him. Then. Well, my dad was in radio, like I said. So he, oh, went yeah, to, yeah, he, yeah. he went to uh, CRS all the time. And, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so he met. I mean, I've got like an autograph book. I mean, like probably two inches thick of like nothing but autographs of like just you know random people. And so, two inches thick. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, that's really. She cool. likes it a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, and he said uh, that he said that Colin Ray was was one of those guys. Him and Vince both were like one of those guys that just would do anything for you. Super nice guy. Yeah, yep, for sure. Um, Josh Poole says the chipmunks. Uh, Denise says that she totally agrees with you about Colin Ray. Um, so yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and speaking of of good voices from the '90s, I'm gonna go ahead and replug what Tyler's been plugging all along. If you go to the uh, Audio Roast Patreon channel. Uh, I've been putting up some uh, video react uh, videos. Um, some of the songs, a lot of the songs actually so far, I have never heard of or seen. Um, I think like off the top of my head, I've reacted to uh, Billy Eilish, Cardi B, uh, Travis Tritt. Um, there's been several, uh, but Travis Tritt and, and that video, like I talk about how in the 90s, I always liked him, um, but I never really, it's kind of like what you were saying with, uh, with your story. Um, Tyler about singing into Elvis's mic mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. Like mm -hmm. I just almost took it for granted. And then in recent years going back and listening, it's like, man, he was like freaking amazing. Yeah. And I even went as far as to say on the, on the video that I made that he's made it into my top three of, uh, male, uh, country singers of all time. I, I really dig it a lot as he should. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Denise says Vince Gill and Colin Ray. Yes. Marcy. How's it going? Marcy. Uh, I have been listening to 80s and 90s country lately. 
my Pandora stations are nothing but classics from that time. I'm sorry that I missed this. That's all right. You're on board. We, we're just getting our last game started. And uh, yeah, you can you can go back on Facebook and watch it. And it's also on YouTube. So glad to have you on, Marcy. Hope everything's going well. Um, Denise says, Marcy, me too. Real country. I agree. Um, I'm... For the record, I'm not a, I don't know what my hair is doing. I, it's every time I look up, that's all I see. Um, so I'm not a, a modern country fan at all. In fact, like kind of 2000, 2001 is when I ducked out and, and stopped. But uh, anything previous to that, I was a big fan of. So uh, Travis Tritt, my all time favorite, says Marcy, endless hits. I agree. All right. So let's try another one. Uh, Kelly, I believe it's your turn. So hopefully you can uh, find the keys. Came in looking good and looking around. She's checking out every man in the room right now. Don't go telling her about right or wrong. She's been alone way too long. Do you know it? I will say that one that one kind of throws you for a loop and I'll tell you why afterwards. I almost want to say it's a female singer. There you go. Now you're on the right track. That is correct. Is it Trisha? No. Because I was thinking uh he's in love with the boy, but that's not it. Mm. I, I hear how you heard that. That was a female singer. That was. Really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Uh yeah. yeah. They ain't gonna find us now with this copyright stuff. Be Tanya, probably Tanya Tucker, <laughs> then she's the one that's got a really low Speaking of which, raspy voice. Yeah, so I like. I got this, and uh, so I, I bought my family uh, tickets to go see Tanya Tucker um, and give them to him for Christmas uh, past year, and we got to see her here at uh, the Galois, and I think it was February. Awesome show, awesome, awesome show. She still, she still got it. <laughs> so there's a lot of people putting Reba on there. That would, I could, okay, I could definitely hear that. As Reba, well. Reba, yep. Um, actually, I want to hear just a little bit of that again. Yeah, because that was crazy. crazy. <laughs> Here we go. Came and looking good and looking around. That's Reba. She's checking out every man in the room right now. Reba McIntyre makes one handsome man. Only because of that voice <laughs> inflection. Yeah. Wow. That totally changed the timbre of her voice, though. Right. There it is. You hear the, the vowel shape change. Wow. Yeah, that's very never guess that. Yeah, that's nuts, man. No. Yep. Okay, so the answer is, of course, Reba. Heart is a Lonely Hunter wow, is the name wow. of that song. Oh, the heart is a... Okay, I'll stop. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, you're up. I'm glad that wasn't me. I would have never guessed that was a chick. I got this already. This old car I drive. Mm. Uh, Josh Poole with the right answer. Darth Vader. <laughs> uh, yeah. Conway Twitty. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, that's crazy. Denise says, Alabama, give me one more shot. Josh Poole says, Barry White. 
Are you there, children? I could that see did that. sound like Barry White. Holy cow. Oh, and the song, too, not just me. No. I think I think Denise might be right. I think uh, that might be Alabama. Yeah, I think so. I think that's Randy Owen. Sounds like him. Now that I think about it, yeah. All right. I think you're right. The Come answer. on, Denise. Don't let me down. Yeah. yeah. One more shot. Nice. Alabama. Thank you, Denise. Your gift bag is in the mail. <laughs> All right, Kelly. And the song's just right there. It's like, it sounds so familiar. Yeah. But, yeah. I, Do you I, have an artist? No. No? Yeah, I, I, I have no clue. No? Um, yeah, I'm out in the dark on this one. People in the comments? Marcy? Denise? Josh? Come on, Denise! Tara? Jeff? Anyone? Anyone? Brian? Bueller? Man, the Bueller. Intro, Al? The Bueller? Intro. I feel like I should know that the intro of that song was... Gene? I feel like I should know that. Macy? Cindy? Anybody? Deb? Deb Klein, where the hell are you at? Terry? Golly. Yeah, it sounds... The song is just very familiar, but I just... Yeah, I can't think of it. <laughs> uh, Josh says, Dolly? It's a possibility. Possible. Um, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. She said, okay, it again. I think she meant play it again. Um... Hard Rock, Bottom of My Heart. Uh, great song. Uh, incorrect. Uh, but uh, the right artist, uh, Marcy. Right artist. Okay, I'll, uh, everybody's wanting to hear it again. Yeah, that was the previous one. And here we go. I'm going with Dolly. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with Dolly. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. Okay, I will give you a hint. It's not Dolly. It's not Dolly, <laughs> but this artist does have blonde hair. Well, she's got that. Dolly's got that, like, really, that vibrato that she has is very. Uh -huh. And that's what I was thinking, Dolly. That sounded a lot like um, Another hint is minus the pitch change. This artist has way more, like, warmth and kind of soul to her voice where Dolly has a lot more kind of twang in that traditional country kind of sound. See, everyone else said Dolly too. No, I'm not yeah. alone in that. Okay. And hey, you might be right. I don't know. Or do I? The answer is drum roll, please. Trying to give people a little bit more time. I didn't know my uh, own strength by Lori Morgan. Lori Morgan. Wow. Yeah, I was never really that familiar with her. No, she was good. Actually, I, I enjoyed her a lot. I, I saw her in concert down at the uh, Palace. Oh, really? Uh, down in Branson? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shoot, I can't remember how long ago that was. Mm -hmm. It was a good show, but yeah, it was never, just not one of the ones I really Not your stick, to. huh? No. Um, I really, my favorite song by her is um, Something in Red. 
And if you if you're familiar with the song, it's a great song. If you're not, listen to it, look it up. It's I liked good. her. Uh, I liked her ex husband way more than I liked her. Keith Whitley. Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was amazing. Um, yeah. For shizzle. Okay. And uh, next up, uh, I think it's Tyler's turn, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here you go. I think this is Tyler Weeks. <laughs> That's a guy. Yep. Yeah, it's uh That Ain't My Truck is the song, and the artist is... uh Oh, man. can't think of who sings that the artist says that ain't my truck it's um yeah that's the song is it ty herndon who sings it or um they're not a huge name correct that's well kind of correct yeah I, I i see what you're saying i, I mean, would i would agree with that statement there are no tim mcgraw there are no, 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 no george Strait. uh Man, I cannot think of the artist that sings it. Kelly, do you know? I was actually going to agree with Denise because that's who I think it is, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I'm but. trying to cover it up for, for Tyler, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Marcy's also saying that uh, that ain't my truck. Somebody, uh, somebody, oh, oh, oh. Somebody better take ownership of this truck. No, it's because um, his son's in country music now, too. Ooh, good guess, Marcy. Uh, Red Akins. There you go. Man, that took me Red Akins, and in fact, his son is using yes. uh, the his dad's first name as his last name. And Thomas Red. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There Red Akins, that ain't my truck. Oh, sorry. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get this graphics department kicked into high gear. So yeah. All right. And that is it for the show. Um, so my final thoughts for the show are, um, as always, I appreciate both of you guys being here um, and being guest on the Audio Roast podcast. Um, it means a lot to me that you guys took the time to, to be here. I've wanted both of you guys on the show for quite some time. So again, I'm, I'm thankful for that and glad that your, uh, your schedule has allowed it. Um, so uh, Tyler, remind everybody where they can see you uh, if they wanted to come out and check you out. Uh, you can come see me at Main Street Music Hall Wednesday through Saturday at 8 p.m. Or you can come to Friends Karaoke Bar. And, hey, there you uh, go. You can see me right now, Sunday, Monday, Tuesdays. But uh, it may be uh, going to uh, more nights a week, depending on what the show does. So, but okay. like I said, the website is lakemusichall.com. You can get tickets for the show. There, you can see it right on the bottom and, of your screen. Uh, it's a good time. Like I said, I yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, fun for the whole family. It's about two hours and uh, with an intermission, so not too late no it's cool yeah. that's cool uh what time uh do you do your karaoke on sunday monday tuesday um karaoke always starts at nine and uh goes till sundays um shut down at eleven thirty, and then uh every other night it's uh nine to one seven nights a week so wow and it's a cool gig too i mean it's not i prefer to be playing music but i mean you know i like to dj so yeah um, well, it's, and just it's having something. something to change it up with is nice. 
I mean, that's the thing too, is like, uh, you know, it's just something to, to have in the back pocket for a case who knows what COVID is going to do. So you got to have something in the back pocket to go to. Yep. So. Or for how long? Yeah. Yeah. But Absolutely. Uh, yeah, man, thanks for uh, the opportunity, man. This has been a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad. So, I'm glad. And and yeah, again, um, just so it's official on the show, thank you also for uh, coming in and doing the reads for the commercials. Anytime, um, man, if you need something else done. There uh, you go. If you'd I, like for me to uh, advertise your new brand of of jockeys, I'll do that as well. Perfect. So. Perfect. Yes. Uh, I will get with. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. His graphics department's killing mine. I dig it. <laughs> All right. And Kelly, uh, thank you as well for being here. Where can people check you out next? Uh, let's see. We are playing at the Riff on the 29th. Um, you know, it is going to be limited seating just due to everything that's going on with uh, sure. Green County and stuff. But uh, come on out. You can wear a mask while you're coming in until you get seated. You can take the mask off after that. Uh, and then, you know, for, uh, was it Labor Day, I guess, uh, September the 5th, we're playing at the Tiki Bar down in, uh, it's south of, uh, Silver Dollar City at Rock Lane Resort. Yep. And, down at Indian Point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, be a good time outdoors down by the lake. What more can you ask for? Right. Labor Day weekends. Yeah. And hopefully the weather's going to be nice. I think it'll be a good show. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. so too. Um, and, and I want to speak to you also on the riff, like, um, no, this whole COVID thing is all crazy for everybody. Everybody's nervous about it. Everybody's excited to get it out of the house and that kind of stuff. I want to say for the record too, uh, speaking firsthand with working with the saints and, and the riff and whatnot, um, like Kelly said, come in with your mask. Um, if, if you're, once you get seated and stuff, um, and all the seats have been arranged to where everybody is totally socially distanced. Everything's totally safe. But I want to say this, like we are not, scaling the show down or anything just because there's less people like you're still getting the same show you would get if that place was packed 500 people so it's you know we're we're still going that extra mile and extra length for you because we appreciate you guys and hope to have even more people come out to the shows um the riff has done a fantastic job of setting everything up and keeping everybody safe um and socially distanced so uh yeah come out and and support them i think it's going to be a great show it always is so thank you absolutely thank you guys i appreciate you and um, yeah, so remember that times are rough for everybody. So may your coffee be strong and your lo- love of music be strong, but your sense of humor be even stronger. <laughs>